Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Slay with reindeer, no sack on my back. You gonna see me coming in a big black Cadillac. Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer, episode 255. On tonight's episode, the fat manling and the other manling have their good friend a rotor on for his annual show up and talk about the things they liked for the whole year and the things they didn't like. And uh, I think the thing they didn't like was the fat man link, but we'll get into that later. Shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage Tools. For the next two hours, or thereabouts, you'll do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have, have a laugh or two along the way, bringing you a year in review that can best be described as stink, stank, and stunk. I'm Alex Gonzalez. And I'm David Whitek. And with us tonight is the one, the only, the global icon and goddamn champion. National treasure. National treasure. Rotor. Rotor! Ho, ho, ho! That's me, dog. What's going on? There he is. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the true story, we went to go just test out the Skype a couple days ago to make sure everything worked so that Rotor could jump on with us. And when was the last time you were on Skype, Rotor? <laughs> uh, December 16th, 2019. <laughs> when we recorded the last episode. Yes, so sir. that just says two things. One, we don't talk enough. And two, uh, I probably need to I probably need to come into the 2000 and more and get a better uh, hookup through uh, to talk to than Skype, I think. I think that's part of the issue here. Is that right? What, what are the cool kids using these days? I don't, I don't know. I'm not one Zoom. of them. Nobody does. Is it Zoom? Is everybody just Zooming? That's what we use for work all the time. But you need to have like a premium account. Otherwise, it times you out after 40 minutes. Yeah, we're on Microsoft Teams. I feel like we should just be on Twitch now, shouldn't we? Yeah, just streaming live on Twitch like all the cool kids do. Yeah, right. Or doing Super Chats on YouTube. Something. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah, here we are in the, in the old medium of just just plain old audio podcasting. Just a couple of old men. Exactly. Just a bunch of losers. Well, if it's good enough for mm. Joe Rogan, it's good enough for me. So, all right. Hey, you know what we should. Videos out on Spotify. What are you talking oh, about? He's... <laughs> hey, I'm going to get it. I'll get the show on Spotify at some point. It'll happen. Trust me. It'll happen. Yeah. It will. Know if they're going to pay you $100 million. But... Well, they won't, but or I'll get on. That'll be a start. That's the first step. Hey, look, I can't get paid $100 million until I actually get on. See, that's the point. Oh, okay. All right. So, I don't know if that was his route, but yeah. yeah. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, there we go. All right. Um, yeah. Thanking the sponsors. Yeah, we should probably take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer, which include 
Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios for all your MDF needs. And Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. There's always something happening at Grognard's. Oh, the belt. God bless. Hold on, wait. There's always something oh, happening at Grognard's. There we go. Beautiful. Do you think you've ever done that episode or that that ad read where you haven't had to hit the bell multiple times for various reasons, right? Whether excitement or failure on your part, or yeah, I had a I had something, yeah, something holding onto the bell, keeping it from keeping it from the the sustain. So I had to. There we go. Now it's awesome. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna make it the cut, buddy. I don't know. I don't think so. I think uh, I think we're we're off to we're off to. I, I wouldn't call this a hot start, although I am hydrated. <laughs> Starting a very tepid start. So we're supposed to start at eight. Then we're supposed to start at eight thirty. Then all of a sudden, it takes my computer thirty-five minutes to get ready. So yeah, hey, you know what? This is this is amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some hard seltzer and just really make this the whole this just make it the whole fail uh, fail sode right here. Here we go. Um, hey but, you know, but you know what? There are people. I just want I want to let you know this. Pay attention here because it's yeah. important. There are people who think this show is worth something. In fact, they think it's actually worth money. And those are the Patreon patrons. And those are the people I need to thank right now because these are the people who make this show and everything we do on it possible. And those include our associate producers, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, Opie, and Big Jake. And our executive producers, Colin Miller and Alex Graham, thank you all, um, all you guys, all the executive producers, the associate producers, and all of the rest of our patrons, past, present, and future, for making this show possible and being part of that 1%. Can I just say something? Yeah, you can. Real quick, yeah. real quick, like, for people who are listening who maybe are a little bit pokey and, you know, like, not going on right now, um, a Patreon subscription to Garage Hammer would be a fantastic Christmas gift. Just saying. You could subscribe in someone's name or just make a donation. You totally could do that. Or for yourself. You know, treat yourself. Be like, look, we're going to subscribe. Go online. So treat yourself. Easy. See, Rotor's smart. This is why he needs to be on the show more often. But he's also smart, which is why he isn't on the show more often. He's going to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, hey, by the way, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We have voicemail. Yes! See? Oh, my God. Alex, how many years have you been co-hosting now? Too many. Well, okay. Well, that may very well be true, but the point being... No, no, not really. Oh, the point being... No, I've known we have voicemail. Come on. Man. You finally catching on. So, listen, we got no, two... No, I've been catching We've got two... Playing dumb we've got... Okay. We've got two. Well, you've, you're doing a very good job of it. Now, listen, we've got two voicemails, but they're from the same dude. He called and then he called back like two minutes later. So I'm going to play the first one. Then I'm going to play the second one because that's how this wait, works. Wait, Dave, Dave, yeah. Dave, that isn't how this works. Huh? You need to clue in 
We always go over the number first, and then we play the voicemails that we got. Well, I'm trying to mix it up. The show's already going off so off the rails. Oh. I figured it was just going to do it different, but oh, let's do it that way. You know, if you wanted to call like this dude called, this guy Jesse from Boston, you could call one seven five seven G H show six. That's right, one seven five seven G H show six. If you dial those numbers, one seven five seven G H show six, you will get to the voicemail. You can leave a voicemail. Question for you. I, yeah. What about international calls? Most international callers dial zero zero, and then one seven five seven G eight show six, and then when you do that, you will get through to the voicemail, and you can leave a voicemail, and then I'll listen to it, and as long as it's not something that I can't play on the air, you'll hear something like this. Hey, Garage Hammer, it's uh, Jesse from Boston. Just want to let you know that I'm out enjoying the show, listen to it. It's been a rough year for everyone. It's been a rough couple months for me, but. Uh, Things are turning around, and, uh... Oh, God. Did he die? Yeah, part of that. Nope. Part of good when you open else, too. So, thanks. Keep it up. Have a good one. Bye. Of course, it had to freeze in the middle. <laughs> the guy says he's having a bad year, and you ask if he died. I think we just lost a listener. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Okay, oh, here's Jesse. I'll buy him a subscription. We'll get him back. Here's Jesse's second. Here's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the hell? We can do this. Hey, guys. It's Jesse from Boston again. So I just called you to thank you, but now I have to, like, call back and let you know because I was listening to the Marathi lore video. Superman's great. Superman's a great character. He's awesome. The re- now, a lot of people think he's too dumb because he's so powerful. No. What it is is that it's great because he is so principled. So good writers write based upon the principles of Superman, not based upon challenging him. Just wanted to make sure that correction. Okay. Hope you guys are cool. Bye. Oh, I kind of like that. That's not a bad way to look at it. See, I just rag on Superman because my brother-in-law likes him, and anything my brother-in-law thinks is cool, I got to rag on because you've never met my brother-in-law, and that's probably for the best. So, you do know who my favorite superhero is. Though, I know right? he is. You love Superman, and I love Batman, is and that's why, this, this is why we get along so well. Or not at all. Well, that's possible, too. It happens. Oh, my God. Hmm. Uh, Gonzo, <laughs> what's, your favorite, what's your favorite superhero? He doesn't like superheroes. Definitely. <laughs> it's definitely Batman. Uh, Superman is definitely towards the bottom of that heap. Oh. Okay. The bottom? Right. Yeah. I like yeah, Superman. I just like Batman well, better. No, no, that, no. Is that your problem with him? You just want to be a cool guy who beats people up, man. That's so awesome. Cool, man. No, I get it. You're an edgelord. I get it, buddy. You're cool. No, just don't much care for Superman. I mean, <laughs> he's cool and stuff, but he loses to a rock. That's it. I suppose if you want to look at it that, if you want to simplify it that much, I suppose. But for goodness' I, sake, I do. Um, yeah, no, he loses to a glowy green rock. Um, that's that's about it. So I don't know. I mean, kind of like a meteorite, but I don't... no, no, no. It's 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 just a rock. Kind that's all like it takes. Meteor. You know, that's point is. 
Okay. So, <laughs> now that we've determined that Superman is cool, but Batman is cooler, I think we should take a break, and we're going to come back with the Toolbox, brought to you by Chaos Works Superstore. And then we're going to get into our year in review, which is, uh, well, we'll get into it. So, we'll be right back. This is Brian Blessed, and you're listening to Garage Hammer. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we're back with the Toolbox, brought to you by... Chaos Orc Superstore. 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 All right, that's that. Okay. Toolbox. We haven't done this in a while. I think it's been like three episodes. Remind me, what even is this segment? Uh, this is where we talk about the hobbying we did, the gaming we did, and any other cool geek stuff that we like. <laughs> Got it. This will be fast. So, <laughs> anybody I'll start with you, Rotor, since you're our guest. Yeah. Oh, you... yeah. Okay. Great idea. Well, in the last year since I've been on, let me pull out the list. Oh, uh, I've done nothing. I, I've, I've painted no more. Uh, I bought some Stormcast pre painted from Braska. That was cool. I kind of fattened it out for me. Yeah. No, I kind of, you know what, though? Here's the thing. Here's what happened. <laughs> this is crazy. So, um, <clears throat> I'm blind is the thing. And I can't see to paint models in front of me anymore because my eyesight is absolute trash today. Literally today. What are the odds? I picked up new glasses guys. I'm wearing bifocals. Now I can see I'm old, but I can see, I can see my hands in front of my face. Now it's bonkers. So well, yeah, no, I, I've been wearing bifocals for like two years now. And yeah, I'm convinced they make your eyes worse after a while because I've got an actual, I got an eye doctor's appointment this Friday because even with my glasses on, things are fuzzy. Nah, I'm only 48. I shouldn't be blind. But you you built some models. We've had hobby nights. You've been building. I've built several. Uh, You know, I've built like every, um, I think I bought and built all the Chaos Warcry stuff. I've got several other ones, uh, the Boing Grounder thing, um, all the, yeah, I don't know, but I, I just ha- I haven't painted in over a year. How crazy is that? That's crazy. I used to love painting. I got to get back into it. 2021, guys, it's my year. 2021 Ow. is the year of the paint. 
No, I hear you, man. Because you haven't, you haven't, because you packed it all away before January. Because you had all that stuff planned. Uh, you had a big move well, planned. Yeah, we were we were moving, and uh, it didn't it didn't pan out. I mean, we still moved. <laughs> you know, we just didn't move to Florida. But all my all my stuff was packed away in a uh, storage, and it still is actually uh, in a storage facility of sorts. So, guys, let's move on. This is not exciting. <laughs> Alex, give us a better update. Come on, You've Alex. Contrasted a million models, right? Not a million, um, but I have painted a bunch. Um, yeah. So as of today of recording, I have painted four hundred and twenty-nine models this year. <laughs> That's incredible, dude. Legit. That is incredible. More than a model a day. Yeah. And you're still cranking away because you've been painting your dread fleet. I saw you post that up on Twitter today. I've been. Yeah, I've got this six guy's painting. Left dread, to do. This guy's painting dread fleet rotor. That's so crazy. <laughs> Remember that game was like a hot potato at every tournament, and it would be like yep. a, a real white elephant joke. I had. Know? I gave this it. Guys, just all in. I gave it. Know. I gave it to him for his birthday last year, and you want to know why? Oh because I had two of you're them. A jerk. I had two, and he mentioned he wanted one. And I swear to God, I thought he was joking. And I'm like, Alex, this will do be- you have someone who will play that game with you? Or is this just like, uh, are you just looking for like solo rules here? What's going on? Help me out. Uh, so crazy. the big reason that I wanted to uh, paint it is because, frankly, the models are cool. Uh, it's a completely different scale and type of model that I've not painted before. So I wanted a new challenge. As far as like playing the game, I, from what I understand, Dreadfleet is dreadful. So we will see what happens when I get it done. But it also involves like you know the plague not existing to have people over and play a game. So because I've tried reading the rules and it hurts. It's done hurt my brain noodle to try to. Dude, I, I tried. I I think I painted three of those boats like five years ago, and then I tapped out. It wasn't. Uh... Yeah, there was no future for me with Dreadfleet. Here's the problem. Like, uh, I've played it. like you're in the same boat. <laughs> oh, God. I've played it, and it, it it's the first time you play it, it's kind of fun. And then you realize the replayability on that game is low because the cards that give you all the random stuff that makes the game interesting, there's such a yeah. low number of them that you literally will cycle through them like before the game's over. So, yeah, it just... It, it, it wasn't well thought out. I wonder if there were like big expansions planned because that's how every one of their box games works. And it was just such a poor seller that they never quite got there. But wasn't no, it a poor seller? So that it was a was, poor seller. That thing was selling out. It was hard to get when it first dropped. What are you guys talking about? No, it was deliberately planned as a one-off. Like they had no expansions planned for it. It was just a one-off. I don't know, man. Real, real conspiracy theory. I don't know if I'm buying it. I mean, sure, but no, because I think a lot of us that were in the hobby when Dreadfleet came out were expecting it to become like this new Man of War, which is the old GW naval combat game for fantasy. Uh, that's certainly what I was expecting it to be, and then it wasn't. It was just this one random off-board game that you play on a mat, but. Yep, and Whatever. that's the problem. Everyone expected Man of War. Everybody bought it because it was sold out. Like uh, you, you had to. I know people were looking for it, and uh, 
Unique Gifts and Games had a bunch. So, like, I was like, oh, there's people who were looking for it in Wisconsin. So they were selling it, bu- buying it through there and like, having it shipped because everyone expected it to be Man of War. It wasn't. Anyway. No. So, not even close. Yeah. So, but no, I've uh, rocked that out. And what else have I done? I put together a Morangul for my Night Haunt uh, using the Nightbringer model from 40K. Because oh, that's, that dude's cool. Yeah. Are those things still good? I remember that like two of those things were just hell on wheels for a minute. For a while they were. Uh, but honestly, I really just wanted to paint the model again. That was the model that got me into 40K to begin with because I just loved that model. So, and it still holds up. And yeah. I don't want to play 40K Necrons, but I still want to have this model again in my collection in some capacity. And I forget, I think I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I think Dana Howell had mentioned that uh, the Catan are just essentially 40K Nighthaunt. And it's like, well, that makes perfect sense. So Totally. Maybe you should get that Void Dragon and do another one. I had originally thought about doing a Cities in the Gash Army with a Void Dragon as a Celestine Prime. There you go. He's sweet. And it boy, did they just straight up nick that pose and just repurposed it for the Void Dragon, huh? Yeah. And yeah. we may get there. I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on the Cities in the Gash at this point. Um, but then I've yeah, also Remind us what the Cities of Nagash are. Is that like Cities of Sigmar Army just with all undead? Is that what you mean? No, just living beings that worship Nagash. Oh. So, like, my flagellants, uh, it's because I love the flagellant kit. I converted some flagellants, flagellants with skeleton and graveguard kits. So this way I can have swordsmen. Flagellants. It's flagellants. Flagellants. Whatever. I have been stumbling over my words all day. Um, so I converted. All right. All right. It's like the ghost of talk. Andy from Ohio Hammer is, in, is, 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 is inhabiting you. Oh, go deep. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been up to. Cool. Good fleetment. Attack. All right. Uh, let's see. I um, I'm finishing up the. I finished up my last. Uh, well, it's either a stone. It's a stone horn or the other one. I don't. I'm built. I got. I got one of each now. I got a thunder tusk and a stone horn, built. Um, I pulled out and started putting together that black coach, which is the last, the absolute last unit that I don't have built for night haunt. Um, yeah. and. Are you- are you building it right now? Yeah. How is it? Because that thing is that thing is big and a little unwieldy looking. How is it to build? Um. Well, I just I, I I'm kind of looking at it right now and starting the sub assembly so I can actually paint it. But it is it it's it's like every other model they're building now. It it actually it it goes together really nice. Um. But it's it's if you don't do sub assemblies, it's a paint nightmare. Yeah. But 100%. God bless it. Is it gorgeous? I mean, I really like is it. Is there still a vampire in that thing being carted around? Is that yep, still yep. A thing still there? a casket with a vampire in it. How about that? Yeah. What does it do these days? Um, no, you know, it does the same thing, just it's doesn't okay. charge up as quick. It's cool. Uh, you, you'll face it next time we play. 
if we're, you know, in, in, in four or five months. Yeah, go give a shot, buddy. Because I won't be... <laughs> I will be bringing the Realm Lords next time we play. I oh, that. you're previewing my negative list. Already. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> Four games, zero fun. <laughs> but God, I love that army. Oh, I've oh, also yeah. been I've also been trying to. Uh, I got these uh, 3D printed elf heads to replace the uh, the 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 hammer elves heads, the cow heads with the tall hats. Yeah. Uh, I have. I'm having to make some. I'm, this is a little harder than I thought. It's not just a head swap. Um, one of the reasons they have those those apparently those really tall cone heads instead of the feathered helmets like everybody else is because they got those big metal collars up around their necks to help protect them from attacks. You know, so the yeah, feather things don't fit perfectly. So I'm I'm playing with it. Mm. I'm playing with it. Mm. I'm not, playing with that's it. That's kind of outside your wheelhouse, though. I can already feel it not going exactly according to plan. It, what it, a concern for you? We're already we're already no we're already like, off the reservation. You, you took you took one step into conversion land by going head swap and it's already falling apart. Yep, oh, <laughs> such a wide tech. I know. Listen, nothing I do ever goes as planned. Nothing. I tell you, you're nothing if not consistent. I'm consistently messing up everything. I could screw up a one-man band. That is just that is you, how this works. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch a ham sandwich. I know. Oh my god! So, but that's been most of my hobbies: putting this together and trying to do these head swap conversions. I mean, like even to the point where talk about things getting messed up. It's cold, and I wanted to prime the rest of the luminous oh, realm so lords. No, I wanted to prime the rest of the realm lords so I can get painting them, but it's too cold outside. So I thought, hey, my father-in-law has a heated garage. I'll go over there and paint him. And then, of course, um, my daughter who lives there <laughs> was possibly exposed to COVID, so no one can go over there for two weeks because <laughs> she's in quarantine while she has to get her results and stay in quarantine. So, like, literally everything I've tried to do for the hobby has gone right into the dumper uh, for the last week. Would you have, like, an airbrush and a, a just... Airbrush primer? What year is this? Oh, I was using the uh the Citadel uh the 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 stuff for uh the stuff for the contrast paint. That's it. So you're using either Gracier or Wraithbone? I was using Wraithbone. I had started I'd already primed a bunch of them with either Wraithbone or Gracier, I don't remember which. But I'm using I got I started with that, I wanted to finish with that so they're all consistent. That's the only reason. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bothered. I would have just used the airbrush primer. There you go. But that's what happened. That's my hobby uh, so far. Uh, anybody doing any game Dave, of it? What? Go ahead. Can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Uh, yeah, obviously, you Whatever just Whatever you're eating, did you bring enough for the rest of us? I'm not eating. I'm just trying to get yeah. something. I got something stuck in my tooth. And I'm sorry. I'm trying to get rid of it because it's really bothering me. It's hurting my tooth. I'm totally not eating. I apologize. If I sounds gross, I apologize. I won't do it anymore. Share it with the listeners. No, I don't eat during the show. I haven't eaten during the show since episode five, when when Christopher and I were eating caramel corn on the air. <laughs> we got a God. lot of flack. What? For that. Absolute pigs. <laughs> Yeah. 
caramel corn on the air was a bad idea. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Really? Listen, I'm on about. I never would have guessed. So, hey, you live and you learn, or you die. And I'm still here, so I must have learned something. I don't eat on the air. I apologize for the gross sounds, though. Apologize profusely. Um, all right, should we move on to gaming? Does anyone done any gaming? Not even Warhammer. Has gaming in general? <laughs> uh, I, I bought that Avengers game on on my Xbox. That's okay. Is it good? <laughs> uh, you know, it's a platformer. It's fine. It's uh, what I really want is Cyberpunk 2077, but you know. It's real buggy, and um, I kind of want to wait till I finally land that PS5. Harrison's um, playing it now. Is he really? Like right now, he was. He was down. He had PC the pre- or, PC or what he got it on PC. Okay. In fact, yeah. he he saved up and bought a new computer last year when they announced it, like so that yes. it could play it. Like he's like when it got all set up, it's like, oh, your computer will play this at good speeds, and he's like, oh, thank you. Um. Yeah, and he is, he is complaining it's buggy, but apparently the night it came out, he was playing it, and I know he was up late because when my alarm went off to get up to go work out at five fifteen, I hit the snooze. Weird flex, but okay. And then my son goes, "Dad, uh, aren't you supposed to get up to go work out?" And I was thinking, "Yeah, I am supposed to get." And I get up, I'm like, "Why is he up?" It's fine. I'm like, realize he did not go to bed. He uh, hey. no, he was up. He was literally up all late playing. And that was the night. That was Tuesday. Wednesday, we went over to Barnett's house to go do some gaming. And we showed up at Barnett's house, and Barnett was tired because he realized he had been playing, and then the sun was coming through the windows. So these two idiots were playing it until like 6 in the morning. (laughs) So, yeah, apparently it's a fun game. But, yeah, they played literally all night. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, though, no, no, no games of any note, man. Um, just waiting for this vaccine, buddy. You know, <sighs> want to move on with my life, man. Yeah, no kidding. Although I got to admit, I kind of don't mind working from home, and the fact that almost every meeting I've ever had has been proved it can be turned into an email or no longer than twenty minutes. That will be interesting to see how. The return to work goes right. Yeah. The return cool. to work. This the return a, to school. This is some exciting Warhammer content, guys. This yeah. is some, this okay. is some Christmas chatter. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. it's hey, I'm year I'm, interview, and it's been a crazy year. Yeah, I'm four drinks in. I'm having a good time. So I did some gaming. You did. I did. What did you play? Thank I've been. God. I have been playing uh, cam games of Warhammer Underworlds, so Shades by or whatever games. you want to call it. Sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Live. You have to wear pants, yeah. though, so it's not that exciting. Oh, All see, right. I would... I've been playing against uh, Cody Zerlich and Zach Kishetta. Uh We've done some games via cam. All you really need is a webcam hooked up above the table. And then Wait, what are you Zoom or Skype. Underworlds. Yeah. I could see where that would work via a cam. Do you, do you then, like, each of you has the same board, and then you put up both models on both boards, or all yes. models on both boards, so that you can sort of do a mm-hmm. real uh, visual track? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it actually works really well on cam. There are a couple of things that 
have to get taken into consideration. You may not be able to see your opponent's cards all the time because of the limitations of the views on the camera. Mm. So you kind of have to trust your opponent to not cheat. But well, then I couldn't play. Yeah, but realistically, it's not that big of a deal. And playing the games have actually made a huge difference just in like positive outlook of like being able to play games and roll dice and talk to people. So giving a little normalcy, I totally get it. Yeah. So I've been playing Magor's Fiends. That's the Blood Warriors and the Flesh Hound from season one and really digging it. It's just nice to roll dice again. Are you using um, all seasons cards with uh, the Fiends? Like how are how are I I kind of jumped off that the train. It was getting a little weird for me in terms of how you purchase it and move forward through seasons where the yep. the universal cards would stay, you know? Um, yeah, so right now in championship that? format, you're only allowed to use season 3 and season 4 universal cards. So that's mm. Beast Grave and Dire Chasm. Mm-hmm. So, but that's in championship format. If you want to play relic, you can play whatever. You can use all the season one cards. You just have to agree with your opponent. You're going to play relic and move on with your life. Yeah, that's that's gross. Nobody does that, right? I've seen some guys talk about relic and they keep it updated. So Games Workshop is not invalidating it. They're just updating the rules as they go. So but realistically, like there's a couple of season one and two warbands that are going to fall behind without the cards from those seasons. But. Yeah. The cards that have been coming out are actually like better worded. They make more sense because they're getting better and refining. So, no, it's been great fun. That's it sounds cool. like it. I mean, hey, you're playing, right? You're, if you're playing, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And then the only other bit of gaming I've done is uh, Silver Tower on my phone. Yeah. Oh. Sure. Is that fun? It is much better than the box game which admittedly doesn't take much but it's okay i wish that game was good because i'll tell you what um the uh the fortress the 40k version is great blackstone fortress i like that game a lot and i just wish that the aos version of it could be that good because the blackstone fortress is pretty rad When did that come out? Did that come out this year? That didn't. That came out last year. Blackstone? Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. They just did a lot of expansions with new models and new baddies and everything. So, No, because it's good. It is. It's really good. But that's neither here nor there, I suppose. So, (laughs) no other gaming? No, that's really about it. Okay. Like, I guess that makes it my turn. Um, yes. So Harrison and I had another game, and I lost again to the Realm Lords. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Such garbage. <laughs> Alex, did you play test that game? That <laughs> what happened here? What? Where? Where did things go so wildly wrong? <sighs> I actually didn't work on that book. Oh, uh, okay. You get a pass. Yeah. So. Tech, are you like if this wasn't your kid and you weren't at home 
but you were making an effort to go play a dude at a store. Would you keep making that effort to play against these elves? Where are we at here? Be real. It, you know, it depends on the guy, I suppose. <laughs> it's it's. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's not your kid. It's just some. Yeah, dude. I mean, if it was a friend of mine, I mean, here's the thing. It it, it th- that's the, this is a totally de- if you took like he's taken. It's not your friend. It's just some dude. Would you do it? Uh, I would have to think twice about it. And here's the thing: I love that army. It's that it's is hardcore. A big admission from a guy like you, buddy. A big admission. No, I mean, I I would like I like playing it, and I actually kind of enjoy playing against it because it's a challenge. But I've only played against lists that weren't gross. Like I like I'm taking a, playing against vanilla. Take a little of this, little of that lists. This list tooled out Wait. with just tons of archers would be no is is no fun. Like you can make this is, army is gross. He already bored playing you. I think that's the real question. No, because he's still trying to figure out all the rules. You he hasn't no played chance. in five years almost. <laughs> so he's still trying to figure out and get his feet solid. He, where he can only he can only improve, and yet you've never beat him, buddy. What's going on here? Well, you know, it's a it's a, it's a hard <laughs> army, and plus, you know, hey, listen, if it, you know, sometimes I actually got a good start, and he, you know, he's still trying to figure out the rules, and I take my foot off the gas a little bit. It's my boy. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> you need that black coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to take. I want to. I was going to bring some ogres against him, and I realized I never bought that damn maw pot. So now I got that on order, and that's I'm waiting on that. I don't that's, know that that's the answer, but that's all right. probably not. <laughs> but I'm trying everything I got at this point. I'm even okay. looking at my legions in the gosh, going, I got to do something. But uh, so yeah, we played a little bit. I lost again. Uh, then we went down to Barnett's house and we played this board game called Valhall, where you are all playing Vikings who have upset the gods, and you've been banned from Valhalla forever, uh, un- un- unless you're the first one who can reach a certain. You know, basically, first guy to reach the level wins his way back into Valhalla. So we do a lot of raiding and pillaging and building up your town. It's a fun game. I got it on a Kickstarter. We tried it. Um, there's some good replayability. It's probably going to wind up being a garage gamer at some point. We really had fun with it. Um, so we did. Uh, we played that. And other than that, I've been watching Harrison play uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which, despite all the bugginess, is a pretty cool game. Yeah. Did he do a pretty good job customizing his wiener? Uh, I, you know what? I, 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 was, I was shocked at that level of nonsense. <laughs> and Just then checking. there was... And then one of those kids is complaining because you can only you can only uh, you can only pick uh, pick what it looks like flaccid, and I'm like, really? oh yeah, yeah. He I wants mean, to be a grower, not a shower, right? I, I guess, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and, right and there. yeah. So I was just like, goodness, um, I didn't realize that that was the the level of detail that this game goes to. And you know what? It it goes to that level of detail. It's a pretty cool game, it's actually. Cool. Yeah, it makes total sense. This is this is what we crave. It conceivably that I, I watched that and I actually admitted to Harrison that game is so between that and all the stuff he's showing me with The Witcher, which I never played, I could see myself getting back uh-huh, into so console good. gaming or, or or PC gaming be, out of those two things because it's just bananas how good those games are. Yeah, but. 100%. Uh, yeah, so that's been my gaming. So, anyone got any other any other you want to bring up? Anything you saw? Anything you want? Any geek stuff? Any nerd stuff that you're just really into lately? That's been really good. Rotor. 
my wife and I are taking advantage of this pandemic time by um, we're currently rewatching all the Marvel movies. We're we're right at the end. Uh, we got Endgame and then Spider Man Two left, and and that's it. Um, as we're sort of like getting ready for Wandavision, so that's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like rewatch these things, uh, you know, literally back to back to back every night in order. Um, and just catching uh, some of the, the smaller crossover bits, you know. Um, so, you know, Marvel movies from 10 years ago. This is where we're at. This is what the pandemic has brought us to. It has brought us to watching movies that are 10 years old and talking about them on a podcast. That's it, dude. It, I mean, our life is so boring right now. My God. Uh, you know? I hear you. It, everything is just sitting in front of a computer. That's my work. My kids are in front of a computer for school. My wife's in front of a computer for my kickboxing class. We've got Zoom and we, we dial into that and we go and then we sit down and we watch movies in front of a TV. I mean, it's just it's monitor town. That's it. That's just upgrade your monitors. That's where we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we've been doing. In fact, yeah, my wife is already talking about upgrading the TV in the in the living room to a bigger, better TV because next it year it only makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, and look, Warner Brothers has already said, like, next year they're putting out all their movies direct as well as in the theater. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, really why not just like let's boost up to a 75 or an 85-inch? Let me just get a whole freaking movie screen in my living room, and then I won't have to do that. I'm like, because what, you know? It's bananas. Yeah. You got any it's other, Alex? I watched Castlevania Season 3, and... Blood of Zeus, season one. Was on Blood Netflix. of Zeus any good? Eh, it was okay. Would I watch season two? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I mean, I I wasn't really expecting anything. I'd just seen, oh, hey, it's a new anime in the style of Castlevania. I like Castlevania. Yeah, oh, that well, was about it. Um, you should you should write reviews professionally. That was great. <laughs> it was okay. Long pause. <laughs> no, no. It, it, I don't know <gasps> how else to say. I mean, Castlevania was good. <sighs> season three was great, but You're no, Castlevania it. season three was really good. It. Um, I guess it's to me. Okay. Uh, um. Oh, I'm on season three of Star Wars Rebels, and I did not think I could like this show this much. This show is fantastic. It's a great show. Uh, Every episode Thrawn shows up. I'm just freaking out, sitting in front of the screen like a four-year-old, just getting excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. The Dark Saber just showed up. I'm like, oh. Like, Maul and them are fighting. They're at the temples. This This show is so good. Uh, you know, and, it, and this it's is super bad in season one. Let's be real, though. See, no, it's super bad. You have to earn it. You have to earn the good stuff. Season one is rough. It really is, and it's. <sighs> and I'm watching. And in fact, when I start watching the first episode, it's, it's rated Y seven. I'm like, rated seven. Like really? And you're watching like, uh, come on, okay. But no, it it does pick up, and at the very end of season one, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, and then all of a sudden season two starts. You're like, oh, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And then season two ends, and I was just like, what? And now I'm in. Yeah. 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 Well, it, 
you know, I mean, it's a cartoon, so they can afford to bring out all the big guns. So it's like season three is know. bringing the heat. I am if if oh, it is so good. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I I got my I fi- I finally got I managed to get a four K uh, copy of the director's cut of Midsummer from A24. They put it out, and it was a limited release, and you couldn't get it, and they had a second-wave printing. I managed to get one, so I was watching that. That's some, that's some Shakespeare stuff? Or no, what, Midsummer's what? that horror movie that came out from Ari Aster from the A24 publishing. Uh, that's one of those you either love them or you hate them type <laughs> horror movies. What the hell are you talking about? What a neckbeard description of some movie. Ari Aster's. Oh, it's a, uh, you know, it's a. I can't even. I can't even imitate what you just did. Ari Aster has directed several. Ari Aster has directed several films. I mean, it's not like he's unknown. So much. And A twenty four is the production Why company. A twenty four is the production company, and it's great. <sighs> I watched that, and I watched Christmas Evil because I'm watching my Christmas Alex, horror film. You put up with this literally every week. This is crazy. It's not every week. Oh my god! It just feels like it's every week. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, Dave. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up with my copy of Tenet is coming tomorrow, so I'll get to watch that again finally. Mm-hmm. Tenet's really is cool. Hitting, is that hitting digital or or uh, what do you mean your top like? No, Blu-ray? what are we doing? Yeah, I got a 4K coming. It it, it comes out tomorrow. As soon as I saw that on Amazon, I ordered it because I saw that I, I managed to go while the theaters were open. I went with Morgan and saw it. And uh, do you still buy physical DVDs of modern movies? Yes. Let's explore this a little bit. Why? Sure. What's going on here? Why? Because I like to own. I like to own things I pay for. Hmm. Because I buy it on digital. You, you're using a tone of voice that's going to be like real, uh, real jerky to me. So let's keep going on this. I'm <laughs> no, excited. no, I like I'm to. Excited for you to try and dunk on me. Come on. No, no, no. I just, I, I seriously. Here's the problem. I've, I like, I bought some movies back, like on app from Apple, like from you know iTunes or i whatever it is, uh, before, and then all of a sudden they disappeared from my list, and they're like, oh, we don't own the rights to that movie anymore, and I'm like, so I'm like, I paid for it, they're like, yeah, but we don't, so you can't have it anymore. And then I was like, I paid like thirty dollars for that or whatever. And they're like, Well, we'll give you a ten dollar credit gift card for you know because you're upset. And I'm like, Well, screw that noise. So now the only time like I I'll I'll buy movies on on Prime or on stuff like that only if I can't get a physical copy because if they ever lose the rights to it, then I don't have it anymore. That's a weird hoarder thing. I rent it for like three or four bucks on Amazon and I'm good. I don't need to watch it for years and then I'll spend another three to four bucks. Well, I mean, if it's a movie, sometimes I rent a movie, but you know, if I can spend nine bucks and own it or 10 bucks and own it, I mean, I watch a lot of, I watch these movies. A lot of these ones I buy, I watch several times. I don't buy movies that I don't plan on watching a bunch, but I've always like when I'm painting or when I'm painting, what am I talking about? When I'm painting, I was, it was, I was watching movies from three years ago. Um, but when I'm, ten bucks, tenant on Amazon.com 4K Ultra HD is thirty dollars down from forty five bucks. No, I got, you, no, I paid twenty four bucks. Alex. I, I paid twenty four. Alex, this yeah. is crazy, right? Yes. What is he doing? Um, I understand it to a point, but it was twenty four bucks, and I. 
movie in God. a very long time. Marie Kondo, your life, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm getting Marie Kondo uh, with my hobby. I am certainly yeah. open to other areas. I've definitely trimmed down my Blu-ray and DVD collection. So yeah. it's just the essentials that I don't watch anyway. So there you go. I've been I, I've been selling a lot of games and a lot of things I don't use, but I watch these movies a lot, especially in in uh, under when we're in when we're under quarantine. Dude, my Friday the Thirteenth box set. I've watched all of those movies a couple of times since I got it, and I got that at the end of October. Okay, I watch a lot. I put I, there's always I something on. I don't know. Aren't those on Shutter? And aren't you paying for Shutter right now? No, they are I not. Gotta, Only a few of them are. I gotta teach you how money works, bro. I think that's the bottom line here. And I like Shutter. I get to watch, I would say I watched Joe Bob Saves Christmas this weekend. I got to watch two horror films hosted by Joe Bob Briggs. I watched Christmas Evil and uh, Code Santa Claus, which is this weird French film about a psychopath who decides you to know what? dress you, up like Santa Claus. You did it. It's- you turned me around. I'm all in now. See, I knew you would be. I'm in. Yep, you win. I'll shut up. Uh, I, I get, I get my film. My film habits don't make sense to a lot of people. I get that. I don't try to make them make sense. They just—that's what they are. So, it's what they are. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. It's who I am. Oh, and McRib is back. Just wanted to mention that. So. <laughs> Hey, big thing with the McRib, you know, it only comes out when pork bellies are super cheap. So if you want to make a couple bucks, invest in pork bellies because the McRib is important that it's really cheap and it's going to go up. So making money in the pandemic, you're basically Jeff Bezos now. That's, uh, yeah, that sounds like hogwash. Thank you. At least thank you for replying to me. This guy's a dead fish on a Christmas episode. A Christmas episode. <laughs> Come on, this Alex. Thing is have be more fun. Down to four minutes. <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't edit. What are you talking about? Uh, all right, come on. Let's all have some more fun. But you know what? First, we're going to take a break. We're going to because we're done with the toolbox, and we've determined that Rotor hasn't hobbied. Alex is painting stuff that nobody wants to play with, and I watch movies that nobody understands, uh, or not that they don't understand that they don't understand why I'm watching them. So that's the toolbox, and we're going to take a break. And when we when we come back, we're going to talk about all the stuff that we loved, and uh, and the stuff that we didn't love as much in the hobby uh, for the past year. So we'll be right back. I tell you what, man. Yep. After a segment like that, I don't know why you don't have a flood of Patreon subscribers. Shh. Come on now. I think that was the edit. I think that's the edit right there. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. There's always something happening at Grognards. That's right, friends. Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, and at grognardgames.com. They are now open daily from 12 to 7 for your gaming pleasure. Now, if you want, you can go into the store, find what you need. Not comfortable going into the store, even with a mask on? Call them up for curbside pickup. Or order online at grognardgames.com. 
They've got what you need. They've got Warhammer. They've got Dungeons and Dragons. They've got Marvel Crisis Protocol. They've got Battletech. They've got a huge pre-owned section, and you can find it on grognardgames.com or in the store. Now, you can't play in the store right now. Still got to have social distancing protocols, and if I got to stay more than six feet away from you, probably can't play a game of Magic. Probably going to be pretty difficult to play a game of Warhammer either, but you can still get all your hobby needs met at Grognards because as the world starts to reopen and your hobbying starts to take off again, you know you're going to need stuff, and you can find it at Grognards. And why? No why, because there's always something happening at Grognards. We're back! Yes, we are. We're back. We are back. We're high energy. We're ready to go. I'm on my fourth drink. Rotor, how's your whiskey? Uh, it's gone. Uh, upstairs is too far. My is knees. it? I can't do it. Are you I sure? I will need a shirt. I'm willing to edit if you need to run upstairs right now. Too kind. I, I'm too kind. <laughs> okay. Alex, how about you? How are you doing? I got water. We're good. <laughs> Big night out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm kind of lit, and I'm going to apologize right now because now I can't stop laughing. Um. But let's do this. Hey, guys, it's the end of 2020. It's Christmas time, pretty baby, and the snow is falling all around. Please, no. Yes, and, okay. now, and as, we're, as we've gotten through this year, lots of stuff has come out. Now, there's some stuff we loved and some stuff we didn't like as much, and then there's going to be some honorable mentions later before the end of the show. But between now and, yeah. the, next, and the last break, the next break, mm. We're going to talk about things that we loved and things that we didn't necessarily love as much, okay? And that might lead into some conversations. So here's what we're going to do. Let's start yeah. with let's start with our bottom three. Mm. So we'll start off. Start well, we'll start off with the negatives. That way, we end on the high note with the positives before we go to just the honorable mentions. Before we do this, though, do we want to rattle off everything that came out like we usually do? Oh, that's right. Do you have the list? Because I, 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 I haven't gotten a real list from you, so I don't know if you have the God list. Bless America. All right, hang on. Talks amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Okay. Why is White Tech the worst? Why is White Tech oh the my worst? God, this is easy. Have you met him? Yes. The last two times okay. I went to the, the last two times I went to friendly casual tournaments. I, uh, I I never went past like round three in a game, no matter what I did. So, yeah, that's that's one reason right there to hate me. Oh, and my army was unpainted last time. So, did you bring in so, any realm arts? Feels like you would. That uh, was the one I'm talking about. Oh, great. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember that night? It was unpainted. Terrible. That weekend. Army. All right. So, as far as all the stuff that came out this year, for. Battle Tomes, we're looking at the new Disciples of Zinch, the new Karajan Overlords, Wrath of the Everchosen, Seraphon, the Lumineth Realm Lords, the Sons of Bahamut, and then Broken Realms Marathi. We've also got GHB 2020. And then, as far as the Age of Sigmar universe, we've got Warcry Catacombs, the books that just came out over the course of the weekend. Uh, including the Tome of Champions 2020 and the different Alliance books for Warcry, for Warcry, 
the remainder of the season for Beast Grave, which is Warhammer Underworld Season 3, came out. The Champions of Dreadfane expansion for Warhammer Underworlds and Dire Chasm just came out over the course of the weekend. That's a lot of stuff. Not to mention all the 40K stuff that came out, because 40K had a glut of stuff because 9th edition came out. And so they had all the stuff leading up to it, sort of like Marathi. Then they had all the stuff after it and all the new books and so many new models. God, I got it. And they t- launched 9th edition. Right. Yeah. I yeah, mean, considering that they had like a total shutdown for a minute there and that supply chain has been hammered basically since March, you're doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, can't complain. Yeah, they've also done Blood Bowl. They've done a ton for Aeronautica Imperial. Alice, they've ton they've done a ton for uh Adeptus Titanic Aeronautica. Do you guys, yeah, this person, do any of you guys of have you guys played Aeronautica Imperialis? Everyone I know who plays it says it's great. No. But I don't know Get anyone who plays here. it. <laughs> I played it when it first came out through Forge World. I haven't played the new version. Like I keep seeing people online saying it's great. People that I don't know personally saying it's great. Like, but like people I know who I actually can game with, nobody owns it, and I just feel like this feels like this feels like just that general confusion. Like when there's a big Lord of the Rings release, and we're like, who plays Lord of the Rings? What is this? What is happening here? You know? And you hear like on the wind, like, oh, it's a great game. Yeah, oh yeah, love it, love it. Can't get enough of it. I don't know one dude who plays that game. It's bonkers. <laughs> I mean, there's. it just goes to show how many people actually play Games Workshop stuff because that game is profitable and makes money, and, and, they, and they keep putting stuff out for it, and ain't nobody I know. Who says you? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. who? Who are these, who who are are these, these people? people? Exactly. I've seen the prices of their stuff in New Zealand and Australia. It ain't those people. All right, so what are we starting with? Worst of AOS this year? Yeah, we're going to start with our number three, the the, the least worst of the AOS stuff in your list, if you had to pick three. I was a little, I mean, I'm not going to say there wasn't that much that came out this year because there was a lot of cool stuff that came out. But to find a bottom three, I, I really, I kind of had to nitpick a little bit more than with my top three. My oh, top so three, easy. So easy. Really? Your bottom three were that easy? Bottom three were that easy. I've got four. Okay. That's how easy. It oh, well, I'll tell you what. Okay, then what, oh, so what um do you did you have a tough time getting down to 3 Alex? For the bottom, yeah, I had to get particular. Okay. Well, then why don't you let's start with some uh, some dishonorable mentions. <laughs> What's your number universe. This is going to be exciting. What's your number 4, Rotor? I'm I don't I only All picked right. 3, but what's your number 4? All right. So, my number 4, I'm actually going to save to number 1 cuz I think there's a discussion to be had but I want to save that discussion. So I'm actually going to go number three. Okay. Now, I'm going to be totally honest. Number three comes from a bit of a place of ignorance because I went to purchase this this weekend and it was unavailable due to shipping delays. I don't know. Whatever. I went to a couple stores. Nobody had it. And that is that um, if you, if anybody in the audience, and I'm sure you're not, and please don't, but if they did queue up the 2019 best of and listen to it, in my worst list was Underworlds in how they were managing going from season to season to season because it just got really expensive and I tapped out. And I just, like, where it started and 
where it was with third season, I just I, I couldn't hang with it anymore. It was getting too crazy expensive and hard to, to, to manage. So I didn't like how they extended that game. So my favorite thing of last year was Warcry. Now, number three, this whole four big books for Warcry, I'm kind of thinking that they've taken a beautiful, simple, little, easy to get into, easy to play game. And they're kind of screwing it up. I don't want to buy four books. You know, I've, I've got some Chaos Warbands. I've got my Stormcast Warbands. I've got a Seraphon. I've got uh, the the Grots. So, like, I have to buy four books now. I don't want to buy four books now. This is crazy to me. Like, what happened? Why do we have to go into bloat mode all the time? Like, that is their modus operandi. Like, it starts out tight and perfect. And then... They hug it and squeeze it and kill it. And that's kind of what I'm afraid of with Warcry because it was so perfect in 2019. And I really don't like what we're doing in 2020. It's made my worst of list. Thoughts? Um, I can't... Example one, I'm painting Dreadfleet. So mm. they didn't expand on that and that died anyway. I don't even know if that's a positive or a negative. Yeah, what are you I, talking I, I'm about? not certain. My point yeah. is, it's like they are trying to support that the games that they put out. And I understand the point to the ad nauseum. And that's actually one of the things we'll talk about here in a few minutes anyway. But I don't know. I think it kind of needs it because right now everything's all helter skelter. The cards were limited run. So Here's the, thing. the rules themselves totally. have not changed. No, that's the thing. You just touched on it. Cards, limited run. Cards are great. Everyone wants the exactly. cards. Exactly. That's my out. beef. That Bring is my huge beef. Sell the cards. I we did, don't need these books. Now, I did not put this in my top and my bottom list because I was trying strictly to stick with Age of Sigmar and not even with the specialist yeah. games. Um, mm. But no, I agree with you 100%. I'm going to Grognards to pick up all four books. Why? Because I really mm-hmm. love Warcry and I need these books. And mm-hmm. my guess is it's just, I mean... Now, honestly, I don't own that many models, so I could probably get away with just buying the Order and the Death books. But then it's like, oh, wait, I do have some Ogres. I do have some of this. You know what? Just buy all the damn books. But it's like, so mm-hmm. what is it, is it? So is it stat cards for every unit in every army? Is that what I'm getting? I'm assuming that's what I'm getting. And, and while I, yeah, while I, I agree with Alex, while I agree with Alex, it's nice to have everything in one place. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a small game. Yeah. They release the champions every year. They're, they've got the 2019 tome. They've got the 2020 tome. As Alex said, they didn't change the rules. They added to it with catacombs, but they still put out this tome of champions 2020 that's got different scenarios and blah, blah, blah. Put all the cards in that. You've got the book. You've got the annual release. We don't need... Dude, you have to pick up five books now. Yeah. One for the four Grand Alliances and then the fifth book being... The Tome of Champions. Oh, and I, I got to get the Catacombs the book because I didn't buy the Catacombs set. So is there rules for Catacombs? Right. Do, do I need another book then? You I need the Catacombs rules. So now I'm getting yep. five, So I'm buying six books tomorrow. Yep. Well, and I don't know that Catacombs is, is available loose yet. I think you have to buy the big set, which comes with the core book, which you already have. Uh, you don't need it. It's just and I don't need all that extra terrain. loaded that game over the course of this past year. I... I'm watching, I think that they botched Underworlds uh, in terms of like growth management, and I'm watching them do the same thing to Warcry, and it's breaking my heart, Anakin. Uh. 
Oh, and 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 I'm and I'm gonna go. And you know what? I like I said, I I didn't put this in my bottom three because I was trying to purely stick to Age of Sigmar and none of the side games. But this is, I mean, so I'm buying five books tomorrow. Good thing it's after a seven-hour drive. I'll be slap happy. I won't mind spending money. But this is just dumb. Like, there's a lot of books that I don't necessarily need. You know what you put out? Put out a card compendium. Everybody wants the dang cards. Put out the cards. I'd spend a 100 bucks for, like, all the cards just in one big freaking box. I would drop that easy. I would drop that easy. But don't, you know. If the, in my language. Yeah. I would totally do that. Because, honestly, I quit playing. Yeah. Yes, I quit playing Underworlds for this exact reason. I kind of went from really loving Underworlds to hating Underworlds just because of the fact that I didn't want to have to buy every expansion, every team, everything to get the cards or else wait until the... Like, it just became a pain and it became annoying. And then they started doing the whole, we got to ban these cards. Suddenly I had to do book work to keep up with what the cards were allowed and what cards weren't. And I'm just like, nope, I'm out. It's and, just not friendly to the to the customer. You know they, what it, their decisions are very friendly to themselves and not to their buying paying customer. What do so you mean anyway, for Warcry or Underworld? Because for Underworld, uh, so that's my number three. Do you mean Warcry or Underworlds when you say it's unfriendly to the customer? Because Underworlds, I get. I mean, well, it's just like magic. You know, well, we give new stuff out, old stuff goes away. Ugh. Okay. Up. Specifically, Warcry Ugh. and you Natter. Anyway. All right, Alex. What's your number three? Or wait, so, no, are we doing... Oh, that, that was the honorable mentions, right, Rotor? No, Rotor no, went three. to his okay. number three because he wants to save his number four for needs to talk about number one. He's going to put four with Thank one. Thank you okay. for paying attention and listening. That is what you said. I'm just Crazy. trying to make certain. Okay, hey, hey. Oh be nice now. Be, nice. be cool. Be cool. Alex, so why don't we get your honorable mentions before we get your number three? I don't or, have any honorable mentions. Or dishonorable there, so. mentions. I thought you said you had more than three. No, I oh. only have... Okay, you had you were having trouble whittling it down. I thought maybe you had some extras that we could talk yes. about. I'm just no. you know. Okay, no, oh, hey. Are we are we are we at five cocktails now? Where are we at, Whitech? I finished the fo- the fourth, the fourth. Yeah. I'm good. Well, it's four. Okay. I'm good, Alex. What's so, your number three? I'm writing this down. I'm keeping track. So, of your drinks or what we're saying? What we're um, are the, what we're saying? Yes. Yeah, okay, that too. I can share. Uh, so the my number three is the model for Miari Lightcaller. It's the Diarchasm Lumineth Realm Lord Mage that came out over the course of the weekend. Okay, <laughs> I'm like jumping on their site real quick. Keep going. Yeah, so it's got this. Is that the dude with the collar? No, that's the dude with the owl. And it's like bouncing on a leaf. He's like bouncing on a leaf rock thing. He's doing like some sort of weird Zen yoga pose. Yeah, he's got a huge collar. That's the dude with the collar. Totally agree. Sucks. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm fine with the owl. I think the owl is great. But that pose is just so flat and uninteresting compared to the rest of the warband where the models are actually like stoic, um, defiant action poses. Whereas this dude is bouncing on a foot trying to be like Dalsim or something and it just doesn't make any sense to me. So That's the dude like, from Street Fighter? 
That is the stretchy dude from Street Fighter, yeah. Yeah, buddy. I got your jokes. Which group is wait, which group is this from? Because I'm oh my God. No, because I'm still look I'm still looking for it. I haven't seen this model. It's in the dire chasm box. It's in the dire chasm box. It's Lumineth Realm Lord Wizard with the big collar and the owl. Okay, here we go. Now I'm okay, I'm getting to him. Let me find this guy. Oh. 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 Oh, okay. So you know, see, oh, Harrison asked if we needed to get this for his for his army because it's Lumineth Realm Lords, and I said I didn't think so. And now I know we don't need to. What is he doing? He's like a Mister Miyagi in up here. Exactly. And he's got the little weird rings, like he's got the ring, the the ring puzzle, like he's a magician, and he's got the weird headband. No, I don't like this. I agree with you. I don't like this. No. Like, if you look at the other poses, the archer is actually a fairly decent pose. Uh, I still don't understand the three bow strings. It's like the three seashells, I guess. And then, like, the hammer bro and the sword lady are cool. I like the sword lady. Like a, I, yeah, do, I do sword like the sword lady. Great. The uh, stone guard is great, except for that head. But, but I'm this, changing those anyway, so... Yeah, this mod, the Miari model is just, he's not good. <laughs> no, he's not it's sweet. Not yeah, he's, he's not, not sweet, sweet, but that's cool because I don't Look play this game. Look at us, consensus. Yeah, even I don't like it. Yeah, it's a stretch. I'm saying I'm What else do you like? What's your number three? My number three? Oh, hold on, let me close this. Hmm. Uh, my number three was um, the Caradron Overlords book. And I like what? I like my Dwarden, but here's an army who only had one build and needed desperately needed a fix, and the fix they got just wasn't sweet. It just uh, I want I want I want them to make a Dwarden army that I can play again. Notice, I mean, my first army I ever played, my first love in this game, I haven't played at all in Age of Sigmar in any of its many forms because none of it has really, as much as I enjoy the lore, none of it has sold me. And this book just turned uh, I know it's got more than one build now, but it's just, it's it's still not fun. They still haven't done anything to make it fun to play. It, It doesn't feel like dwarves to me. And I know you could say they're not dwarves, they're dwarden, but it just doesn't feel like dwarves to me, and it makes me sad because when they came out with the reboot, I still got the one boat that I built and painted. That's the only thing I've got, but it looks really nice, and I'm like, hey, you know, one of these days, maybe I'll build an army around this boat, and uh, nope, just not, just, I was just displeased. I just, Every time they come out with a Dwarden book, and it's just doesn't feel like Dwarden to me, like they should be. And so I, are you saying that the Dwarden Warden have fallen short of your expectations. Yes. Oh, the puns again. I love it. That's all. It's he's. It, you know what? He's actually really good at it, though. Like him and Barnett. He is. Him and it's. I, Barnett was good at it. Chris, you did it a lot. I don't know what it is about my co-hosts becoming punny, 
But Alex, oh, I, well. I, I, I actually, I sometimes I think when he knows we're prepping for what the topic is, I think he works on them ahead of time because he, no way you can come up with that many off the top of your head. Or are you just that talented at puns, Alex? I would dare say that I have a short list of puns based on topic. Hmm. See, look at this kid. He's ready. He's prepared. He's the pun meister. I also talk with Jake Lequier on a daily basis. Oh, yeah? In chat. And you think I'm good at puns. I am nothing compared to Jake. Oh, well, that's... uh... Is that good? Is that a good thing? I'm just asking for a friend. Rotor, is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. So, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. Moving on. I'm not good at him. There we go. All right, so we'll go to number two. Let's uh, let's let's change up our order a little bit. Alex, why don't you take the first number two? Why don't you take the first number two, Alex, on the show? Yeah, poop. <laughs> Defecation jokes. Engage. Anyway, was that a crappy uh, pun? So. Sorry. See, that's all right. Get the dead silence. I get the dead, <laughs> the accustomed dead silence. I make a joke. Let's bring the show to a screeching halt. Let's not say anything. Everyone, be silent as possible. Okay. <laughs> to the puns have that effect, <laughs> but then you did that extremely Ooh. crappy handoff. Guys, I'm not, gonna do a pee pee. Oh <gasps> Jesus Christ! All right. Oh. <laughs> Alex, you're Jeez. number two. It is the issue that I've had with multiple books and needing to carry multiple books around again. And Mm, like we just talked about this with rules bloat, but now if I'm going to be playing Daughters of Cain or Iden of Deepkin, I need to carry the Battle Tome plus Marathi plus whatever else. So that is my issue. And granted, a lot of this can be solved with the app if they updated that on the regular, I'm not talking Azir because Azir is hot garbage, but if they updated just the war scroll app on a more consistent basis, this wouldn't be that big of a deal. So imagine if Warcry had an app because you have to take the core book. You have to take the catacombs book. You have to take the 2020 compendium book and you have to take the book of your grand alliance Four books for the simplest game they make. Bonkers, bloat, garbage, bananas. It is. It's. It, I'm with you. No, it's. It's for a game that I should be able to carry around in a small, tiny box. Just the sheer number of books. And hey, I get it. That's how they make money selling books. And I enjoy reading the books. And I enjoy flipping through the books. I don't actually mind buying the books just for fun. I just hate the fact that they're required. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're like, hey, you could get this if you need want it. It's a great, I, you know. I buy the Black Library. I like to read all this stuff. But suddenly it's like I want to play a game. Like you, like you said, dude. How many games did we play that one night? We played like three games in like an hour and ten minutes. I shouldn't need five yeah. books for. I shouldn't need. A, I shouldn't need. Mm-hmm. A, I shouldn't need to take out the little TV tray card table thing, and put it next to me, so that I have room for all my extra books, so that we have room on the table to play the game. It's 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 out of line. Hundred percent out of line. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. Hundred percent. So, um, is that the whole number? Did you have any any anything you wanted to expand on that, Alex? Anything you wanted to keep going? I mean, we agreed with you so quickly. I don't want to cut you off. 
No, no, that's fine. Just, just got to cut off the number two and move on to the next one. All right. Dave. Rotor, you got your deuce? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I'm actually teeing you up, White Tech, because my second worst, Luminous Realm Lords. Overpowered, <laughs> no fun. Not a casual book. Not a garage gaming book. Tournament, fine. Whatever. Go win. Get your trophy. At home, with your buddies. Wait, can't be at home with your buddies. Point is, Realm Lords, not a casual, fun book. Why tech? You know what? I'm going to let Alex take this one first. You could tee me up, but I'm going to hand this off to Alex because I think Alex might actually disagree to some extent, whereas I'm just going to I'm just gonna go off about it. You know, I, I tried to kill the Cathalar every damn game, and he manages to protect that stupid thing. And as long Seven as he games, does... zero fun. Alex, <laughs> disagree with us. Wait a minute. Is Alex coming? Is he riding hard for Techless and the Elves? This is bonkers. What sort of parallel universe are we in? Alex, do you have a, a reversal on me here? What's happening? I will decline to comment. Oh, my Just God. Because... No, 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 no. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I don't want whatever I say to be construed as like playtester gobbledygook. You just so, said you didn't playtest it. But because I am a playtester and because I did see this stuff before it came out, I don't uh, want to. Okay, okay, I get that. But here's the thing, Ooh. though. I mean, we talk about Ooh. how the, the, the army, like, okay. Great. Let's put it this way. I, I went out in uh, at the end of October, beginning of November. I went over uh, by Rotor, and uh, we... Uh, a couple of guys uh, played some games. And over the course of a couple of days, I played that game four times with Lumineth Realm Lords, an army I hadn't played before. And we never went Zero past the top best. of turn three. I just Can't. walloped everybody. Can't now, lose. Part, now, part of that Real was, was that nobody else really knew what to do against them either. Like, they're still, they're still new, and people didn't know what to do against them. Um, by the end of it, I realized I should have been telling people, look, at least try to kill these Cathalars. Kill them, and you will cripple my ability to just stomp all over you. Um, but yes, dude, like nobody. And I didn't take a hard list. Nobody had fun playing against it. But then I tell Alex they're unstoppable, and Alex tells me what? What do you always say to me when I say they're unstoppable? I'm trying to remember what I did say to you. You said, uh, uh, well, I'll just play against you with my uh, fish people, and uh, then you'll see how stoppable they are. Like, Alex was just like, no, nah, I got you. Like, I'm just like, really? Am I missing no, something? Okay, so part of the issue is that the DPN are a hard counter to Lumineth. Because the issue, like, eels. one of the big issues with Lumineth. They suck, too. Is, <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's the thing. Is it's like eels and DPN in general are a hard counter to Lumineth. Because I'm forcing you to shoot at the stuff that I want you to shoot at, even if you can shoot at things you can't see, you still oh, have to yeah? shoot. Oh yeah, you think that down. thing sucks? This thing sucks even worse, bro. <laughs> and then yeah. that's what we bring are the things that suck. <laughs> no, but leave those, leave those fish is... bros at home. Bring the eels, right? <laughs> Just it brings out the worst in all of us. Anyway, Lumet <laughs> Ramords, maybe they should be number one. Wow! Really filling the hatred. I got you though. I got all you. Right. All right. Um, all right. My number two um, is the Sons of Bayamot. 
Now, not that I dislike the book or the because it's a cool army and it's a cool idea. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the model. Especially the small models and especially that they moved them into the two packs. When you got to buy them in multiples of 3 because you're either playing 1 with 9, 2 with 6 or 3 with 3. So like of the combinations so you're really of really hating the 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 standard gargant packaging is what you're really hating the repack into a two pack that's part of it and uh, you know what and i know there's it's just it's that it's that 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 man eater gargant is like it's one pose and i've seen so many people do beautiful things with all of their conversions and you know cut this arm and rescale but if you're a person who's not good at that and i'm gonna let you not I, I don't know if you guys realize this but i'm a person who's not good at that don't tell the audience i'm a person you can't even do head swaps i can't even do god bless it head swaps and so i'm supposed so basically if i play this army which i got to be honest with you i would love to play this army this army sounds Nenak like so much fun to me. I'm All not going to buy. Nenak. No, I'm not going to. But it, pose. Uh, yeah, exactly. I would have six or nine of these guys in that exact same pose, probably painted the almost the exact same way. Like I just, I, I, you, know, you could swap the heads. They got the different faces, but they're the same pose. And I'm not one who usually minds with that. But when you've got between. That's all there is, right? When you've got between six and ten models in the entire army, you need some variety in those poses, especially since um, two of the three uh, mega gargants, you could basically just just uh, the hands and the and the heads. If you could magnetize those, you could basically swap them out too. So two thirds of the of the of the guys, and I, it's it's. This is this is so out of my wheelhouse for what I would complain about, but God bless America. You made an army that has two freaking kits, mm. and the kits have almost zero variety between them. So it, that, it really comes down to the silhouette and that all these options still maintain the basic silhouette, so you still see this model regardless of, well, yeah, but this arm's got a, you know, like, a lizard pelt on it or whatever. Like, who cares? It's still arms out, looking dumb. See, exactly. No, I'm with you. Buddy. You said it way better than I said it because I was like, well, you could swap the heads. Yeah, exactly. There's there's slight variations, but it, you're right. It's the silhouette is the same. It's still the one arm here, the other arm here. The still the walking. And I mean, if yep. you're good, like I've, I mean, I've seen some people who's I don't even know who these people are, uh, but you look at some of their gargants and it's like, wow, that's great. Uh, Andrea Swan's been been doing, and she, you know, she's really great at at cutting and resculpting stuff. Looks fantastic. And if I had you any, know. if I had any talent in that, then I, this would not even be a complaint of mine. But I as think a per- it's really telling that in the official photography like workshop, whenever there's a scene. They really make a point to be twisting the various gargants around so that they disguise the sameness of the silhouette by, you know, okay, on this one, this leg is going forward. But if we twist it 90 degrees, then the other leg's kind of, it looks like it's going forward. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're eh, never all marching at the same thing. One guy's going one way, one guy's going the other way. And this guy's like, what do you want right. from me? Uh, the whole thing. Right. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. I got you. So yeah, that's and that's so that's my that's my number two, my beef, and because I really, like I said, I love that book. I love the idea yeah. of it, 
and it's something <clears throat> brand new. Like it's not even it's not a it's not an elf variation. It's not a goblin variation. It's not a change on something we've had before. It's not a different you know, type of Dwarden. It's an all giants army. You know what I think the other thing is though, like moving past uh, and just looking at the 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 book and whatnot. When it was originally previewed um, to us, the the mere mortals, not Alex, obviously, but <laughs> when it was like you know back in April when it was teased, uh, like we were alight with potential and opportunity, and it just feels like it didn't live up to the potential that it had. You know, like this long drawn out tease that culminated in one new kit and one silhouette and. Not that interesting a variety of builds. I mean, well, and as really Alex, none. As there's, Alex, there's no battalions. It's just a, it's it's thin like gruel. You know what I mean? And it's um, and when you when you tease Sons of Bayamot and people are reading into this and being like, oh my god, he belched out a whole world. This is crazy. It just it it wasn't. This ain't it, Chief. You know what I'm saying? Right, and they have no allies. So it's not like you could bring in other cool little things, you know. It's just, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't know. It's 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 it's, but it's not what I expected. And in an army that has a cool story and something fun, but yeah, it's like you said, they they, I I don't know. I just I want to see a little more poses. I, I I don't care that we've only got four units and two kits and three, you know. But even Alex pointed out in the. Uh, in the war episode, when we did the war episode, you know, you can't even you you can't do like one guy and three units of three. You got to do two units of three and three units of one, because if you don't have enough uh, actual units, not models, mm. but units, you auto lose mm. several of the of the Alex. You know what I'm talking about. Step in here and explain it, because I'm not saying it right. The Battle plan for a better part of Valor, where it's only claimed by battle line units that have to stay on the objective in order to claim it. And if you take the one unit of three Gargans, it counts as all your battle line units, or your three battle line units, but then it can only claim one objective. So Hmm. you can't claim the other two in your territory, and you can't claim the three on the other side of the table. And you auto-lose. So Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, there's you, certain, you you you've only got once again you had basically three different ways you could take one, two, or three mega gargans and then just fill out the rest with the regular gargans, and now you have to even break make sure that you break those up because if you don't, if you want to go with just a big unit, you can't not if you're going to play competitively because you literally will auto lose certain things. So that's that's hey. my that's my beef with sons. So all right. Um, Rotor. Mm. You know what? I My didn't... number one worst. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I haven't. I haven't done a. I haven't done. I haven't gone first. Maybe I should go because I think mine's kind of weak anyway. So I'll do mine because if we're gonna, I don't want to end on a sputter. Um. Bring it. I went with the Seraphon book. And not the, and not the book. I went with the Seraphon book. You're kidding me. Worst. The worst. worst. They gave you no new models. None. Or did they? Did they give you one? Did they give? They give you the piece of terrain, and they took. Also, you don't control it, and your your opponent can take it. It doesn't even count. Get out of here. No new kits. 
And then have and you then, seen these salamanders? Look what they did to my boy. Come on, look the, the, the Crocs are like they have all of these old old metal models that are now just fine cast. Redo them. This is an army. People are dying to play. Storage, people love the, hottest the lizard. Of yeah, and it's just Sally's old models. The of Garbo. Nothing new. No new models. And of course, oh dude, God, croak. the most what, magical. Like 150 points. Get out of here. Come on, man. The most Garbage. magical. The most magical army in the game. The ones who taught the elves how to do magic. Geomantic lore, right? right. Where's the geomantic lore? And they literally got no endless spells. They got no endless spells. None. Why were they not affected by the necroquake, or do, are they that? Per- you know what? There's your. There you go. I just figured it out. This is the fifth drink in. I figured it out. They're yeah. so good at magic that it doesn't get yeah. away from them. So you don't get these endless crazy spells because they don't. They don't get out of control. Of course. In in gameplay terms, it means that's a deficit because everybody else gets these cool ass things. Why don't they have their own endless spell? They got nothing. I was so pissed don't off. Don't Caradron overlords have like spell in a bottle with endless spells, dude? Dwarves are dunking on Seraphon for spells. It's bonkers. It's so bad. Was and that really your number one? Thing. Was that really your number one? I swear to God. Okay, so yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's it's the worst. It is the it's- worst. And here's the other thing. And I've been playing against time. I've been playing against Realm Lords for six months or however many months it's been out. And Seraphon is the worst. I am a you know back from sixth edition Warhammer Fantasy through early part of second ed AOS. I was playing Lizardmen slash Seraphon. I don't want to play this new book. It's so overpowered and stupid. I don't want it. Get out of here. You know, I was listening to uh, Rob, Honest Wargamer, and he was like, raise it up 20%. Lose 20% of the army. And I think that makes sense. Like, that's, to me, how not Garage Gamer fun that army is. Junk. They blew it. It's way too powerful with really bad models, no new kits, no hype. Get out of but here. Is it too powerful? Now, that that we haven't really – I don't think we've covered that book. Um, no, we haven't. No, we haven't. In fact, I wanted to. I mean, co- how do you rate power? There's no big tournaments going on. Point is, it's not garage gamer friendly. It's not okay. So it's got some filth in it. But God, even you know, three uh, units of forty skinks plus all the sallies plus croak. Get out of here. That's not fun. Oh, is that really? Is that the? Is that the list? That's how out of it I am because I don't. You're the only one I know who plays Seraphon. I don't play him. Or you funny. did? Yeah. So, I don't know ugh. if you paid any attention to what I've been saying these last five minutes. Get it out of here. No, no, I got Number you. one works. All right. Well, so I guess me and Rotor both went. So, Alex, what's yours? I swear to God. If I swear to God. If you say it's Seraphon, I don't know what we're doing there. So, in defense of the Seraphon book, just as a way of saying. Uh oh, stop. Did you work did on the Seraphon book? And- I'm just curious. Did you work on that? I don't remember. Book? It was a long time ago. Okay. Point no, is. No, this is not no, no, the this... war game. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Point is, with the Cities of Sigmar, they didn't get anything either. But that was not a dumpster fire book. They got no new endless spells. They just got new rules for using endless spells. Seraphon got the same thing. They got bound versions of the endless spells. So they didn't need new endless spell models. They have the bound version. 
Oh, so all the so. regular, but still, like, 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 but okay, but still, but still, come on, it's not if, fun. If, Where's the hype? Where's the excitement? I want to go spend some money. I want to buy cool stuff. That's the that. thing. That's the thing. Exactly. I'm still waiting for them to come out with new zombie models. If they come out with new zombie models, I'm buying hundreds of them. And I know you can only take them in a maximum of 60, and I'd probably only take three units, which means I only need 180. I'll still take two or 300 of them. I don't care. I just want the new models. And that nothing new has come for that army. And it's such a cool army. The last time they got something new was in the beginning of 8th when they got the dude on the Croxagora. Am I correct? Or the guy riding the thing? Yeah, there was a nice release then. There was no release for their book in AOS 1. There's no models for their book in AOS 2. AOS 3 seems like it's around the corner in summer of next year. Their book is quite some time away. Is there going to be new models? I don't know. If you really want new models, start kit bashing with the new Necrons. That's the thing, right? That's the move. That's, I mean, if you want to keep it cool, that's the move. Two new books, no new models. That's just that, that especially because the models are kind of, God, can you see the, the, the actual, not the skinks, but the actual, Big lizards in some multi-post. Look what they did with the Chaos Warriors. Going from those mono-pose, just guys holding their two hands right in front of them, holding either a sword or a sword, two swords or a sword and a shield, to these dynamic, fantastic Chaos Warriors they have now. Oh, I want to see that. Their rules are so bad. Maybe those should be number one, too. I can't (laughs) wait to hear what Alex has to say. Because who takes them? They all take Marauders. Those new Warriors, so good. Looking so bad, rules. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. This is what it sounds like when you guys are having fun. Alex, what's the Alex, what's, what's number one? Uh, techless. Hard uh, stop. God damn it! I knew you were going to say that. Why? Because he hates Teclas, and it just hates him okay, so much. No, okay, so not, go go through the list of all the things you hate. The about model him. is is pretty mental looking, though. Like, come on, dude. No, the model is the what is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if you want to bring back Teclas, that's fine. That's your own business. I don't agree with it, but I don't have to agree with everything. Um, that model is terrible. Like, terrible. I don't and know, man. It's just. I don't know, man. I, I built it. I, it. I was so let down. I I'm so looking. Down. I'm look. I got one right in front of me in in sub assemblies to be painted. That body thing is cool. The face is a little weird. It's wearing the weird mask. Um, Teclas yeah, himself. No, no, no. Selenar is one thing. I'm talking Teclas. Oh, okay. Because Selenar is really cool. I got. Okay, I'll give you Teclas. Uh, Teclas. I don't just, like Selenar's mask face thing. I mean, he's like a he's like a griffin or whatever. Fine, that's fine. But Wearing the mask, that just—it's so weird. It is weird. It's what I, I like there, about it. I saw a really cool mashup of that mask on some Slanesh stuff, and it fit so well. And I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's like gross or whatever. No, it's it, cool. It, 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 but what? It's but, cool. on the Slanesh. Um, it looked cool. I saw the same thing. Totally. And then Techless, like kind of falling down off of him. I, I don't well, he's just like floating there. But And the problem is his clothes don't match any of the other clothes. He's got this weird Arabian Nights thing going on with the baggy pants and the whole thing. It kind of looks like it kind of looks like the new Slanesh stuff, doesn't it? A little bit. All the new Slanesh mortals look like that. 
Oh, which is a weird little link. Code? <laughs> and then he still got, got the he still got that pants and, and the the Arabian look. Oh, he still got God. the same face. He still got that same like Harrison even looks. He's like, why does he look like this? He's like, no other elf looks like this. He's like, if you want to look stern and upset, that's one thing. But Teclas always just looks like he's got to take a dump. Harrison was like so disappointed in the face on him, and that's Harrison who can find nothing wrong with Teclas. And he's like, oh, that face. He's like, it's the worst. But God, I'm jealous of Alex's list. Actually, this makes a lot of sense. Teclas sucks. Yeah, it's not just that he sucks. I mean, that's personal opinion, but it's also just that model is atrocious, and the only good way I've that's seen amazing. it has been a head tilt. Where Wait a minute! He's I, looking... I got your back, and now you're you're going the other way. You don't want your help, no, Broder. No, but what I'm saying is that this is a model that you have to make a modification to in order to make it semi-appealing. Is that you have to put his arms down, which I don't believe is easy, and then you have to face his face down, so so you don't have to look at it, so so he can hang his head in shame for how ugly he is. But also, just so you don't have to look at it. That's it. You may have to send me a picture of that if you've got one, because if good Lord knows, I might. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a conversion on a hundred and seventy dollar model. And but, that's a problem. Yeah. Oh my God! It's one hundred and seventy dollars. Oh my God! I think so. <laughs> oh, it is. I think we found it. Oh, Ugh, that one's bad. Yeah, I got to give you that. I can't believe, Rotor, we picked the same thing for our number one. It sucks. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. All right, so let's 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 jump into our top three. We talked a lot of smack. Now let's uh, let's talk about things we actually like. Wait, wait. I got I got my I got. Oh, that's right. Honorable mentions. What was your number four? So. My number four, it's not actually AOS, but it's just so bad that I feel like we need to talk about it, guys. Oh, God. It's this new 40K app and the end of New GW. Guys, remember when New GW was a thing and we all were in love with them and they were giving us free rules and they were customer friendly? It's over. The era of New GW is over. It's done. It's dead. We've already talked about bloat. That's all rolls up under this. The 40K app. So now you can't buy the digital book anymore. You have to buy the physical book. There's a code inside. You have to make an account on like gamesworkshop.com, leverage that via the 40K app, put the code from the physical book in, then you get the digital copy for free. Not really free. You bought the paper book. But you have to pay five bucks a month for the 40K app. If you choose to stop paying, you can no longer access the digital book that you bought the code for. What is happening here? Also, a new 40 came out in the summer and they just launched this part this week. What is happening here? What happened to GW? What happened to friendly GW that was super profitable? Now they're going the wrong direction and it's going to make them even more profitable in the short term. And then they're going to fall so wait, apart. So wait, GW they don't, at the so end wait. Of like fantasy seven days. What? Let me make sure I understand this. Please quiz me. So I cannot, I cannot just go straight and just be like, I want the digital book. I got to buy a physical book. No physical book. This. 
So then physical book gives me a code, but that yes. code doesn't unlock the digital book unless I'm subscribing to the $5 a month, the $60. By the way, that's how much it costs me for Shutter. $60 a year. $60. I got to pay up 60 bucks a year to use the digital copy. And it's not like AOS where the app is free and you get all the free war scrolls and you just pay a dollar or two dollars a month for the Azir. Yeah, Azir's ninety nine cents. No, yeah. It's five bucks to access the app full stop, bro. There's no partial. This is where GW is going. This is new new GW. The era of new GW is over. This is like I, rap metal biscuit oh. corn new GW. This is new metal GW. They're doing it all for the nookie. Oh. This is where we're at, guys. Oh. This is the worst possible timeline. Uh, <laughs> I I hope you're <laughs> wrong about this because that's that I did not realize that that's what that I saw people raging about it and I'm like five bucks a month Buddy, seems expensive. Try into the future. Look towards July fourth, twenty twenty one. You've taken a shot in the butt. You're ready to party. Here comes AOS 3. What? I can't also consider this. You can't get a Necron book because of the pipeline problems we've talked about. There is no paper Necron books available to buy anywhere. It's sold out. But you can't download the digital copy either. So if you are a Necron player, you got your Indominus, you got all your Necrons, but you didn't get the book right away and you're ready for it now. Or maybe you wanted it for Christmas. Or maybe it was just sold out at your store and you're like, well, I'll just wait for the restock and you didn't go hunt one down. Wow. Copy. Wow. Okay. I didn't know this. You. Wow. This is what, this is what's coming, bro. This is what's coming. Holy mackerel. Okay. This got dark. (laughs) it's the worst of the this is why i wanted to say that it's like the worst of the worst oh yeah no i get you yeah oh yeah that's a that's a total 2020 thing that that'll go down as one a total god bless america all right let's go to our top three let's do the things that we like a lot Um, should we take a break um hold on let me look like we need to reset and get positive uh i suppose we can uh, yeah because then we can just throw our honorable mentions in at the end so yeah let's take a break and then reset and then come back with uh with 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 some happy talk Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, 
Think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. and you're listening to Garish Hammer. And we are back talking about something positive. Good grief. Why am I the positive one on this podcast? So we should probably talk about the top. Narrator, he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken memes. (laughs) Awesome. So um, (laughs) do we just want to start? Over again. Let's start. Right there, what's your number three? Oh, uh, of my positives. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yeah. Lumineth Realm Lords. That's your number three. That's my number three. Lumen- Have you seen the models? Oh. Except for Techless. Have you seen these models? Yeah, I've built we them. Got a, we've, got, we've got, guys, a brand new army. This isn't like Seraphon where we've had it forever or Caradron Overlords where there's a refresh. This is a brand new AOS 2 Army. That's dope, number one. Have you seen these models? Have you seen cows? Have you seen these dudes These with the pikes and the arrows and the guys on the horses and the dudes with the swords or the axes or the hammers? These are pretty dope things, man. I was actually really impressed with the sculpts. And I thought, you know, if, if it wasn't so nasty, I would actually really like to own these things because I think they look cool. I can't disagree with that at all. In fact, that was the one thing. You guys were all looking at the models. Like, nobody wanted to play against them, but everybody in between the games is picking them up and looking at them and talking about them. 100%. 100%. Because they're flipping sweet. These models, I mean, I am am so excited about this army on, like, every aspect of it. Yeah, it's kind of hardcore, and and it's... you know, it it can be not fun, but God, it looks so good on the table. It just looks mm-hmm. so good on really the table. Does. And I've seen people painting them up, and they're beautiful. Um, I've seen the like purple pink ones. I've seen guys doing the sun metal uh, with some nice gradient effects on the ends of the pikes. Uh, I mean, they are a, a real painter's army. You know what I mean? There's so much. Um, cape and uh, the long dressy thing and uh, the the armor with all the fluting they're just they're gorgeous models man and um, yeah <laughs> they make my best of list 100 percent. nice alex what's yours even i have to agree with rotor on mm. that the aesthetic mm. of the model not a big fan the quality is amazing mm. Except for Techless. It's a reverse Ossiarch problem. The I'm rest not even going to fight it because awesome. I, I agree. And by the way, totally agree with that Ossiarch comment as well. Uh, that big yeah. dude yeah. is sweet. The rest of them are hot garbo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that too. Reverse Ossiarch. So, no, and I'm even putting together the ones for Dire Chasm. And except for that stupid wizard, the rest of these mm. things are fantastic. Just the quality, the detail, the flowiness, great. They go to well. They go together so well. They just, they just look. I mean, they are top notch. I get so excited. This army, at a time when I couldn't, uh, 
do anything with this game. I w- I'd hit a rather low point, you know, I know, and this is right around the time that all the lockdowns and stuff happened. It's not related to lockdowns, but I just could not bring myself to hobby. Like, it was like I was having bad reactions when I would think about and sitting down and trying to hobby. Um, hmm. Depression's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, and yeah. what brought me back was this army. And I'm not even going to lie. What got me back was the excitement over this particular army. Which I never thought would happen because it's basically the high elves, and that's all you know. That's not. That's never been my thing. Um, but yeah. th- this brought me back out of out of a depression, out of uh, just a hobby funk. It was everything stopped until I was doing this army. So, Alex, what's your number three? Mine is the Sons of Bayonet. Sons of Bayonet. Number three. Interesting. Why it's, so? So, one, the narrative is good. It's taking something that we've had, updating it, and then you release an absolutely gorgeous new model to go with it. Um, I fully understand and I agree with the model itself for the Man Crushers because they are essentially the same silhouette, yada, 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 this, that, and the other thing. But knowing that this army is probably biggest benefit to the part of the community that likes to convert and do different themes and aesthetics like what people have done with these kits is amazing and just shows off the level of the quality hobbyists that we have in this community so that's what i really like about the suns is that it has become something more than the sum of its two parts with a single silhouette Mm. Interesting. You're looking at the glasses half full. You're basically saying the same thing I said, except you're looking at it as a positive, an opportunity. Except not at all. Yeah. Or or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> but I mean, sort of. Yeah. I guess not. I guess so. But okay. Sons of Bama. I number will say. Two. Why, looking for the like painted mega gargans on Instagram or Twitter, um, they're exciting to look at. They're sweet. There's so much detail. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest. My first draft of my best of list had the mega gargant kit at number one. It's no longer on my list at all anymore. But point is, like, it's a it's an amazing kit, and people are doing amazing things with it. And I'm glad that we've got it. You know, whether I think that. The, the army itself is hurting a little bit for silhouettes and more units, sure, but that kit is pretty amazing. Oh, they're and, you beautiful. Know, if there were like three other unique kits, then the, this kit's problems wouldn't be its problems anymore, you know? Because the problem really is the book um, and like the the, the list, but uh, that it's, it's gorgeous, man. No, it's it's a beautiful kit, and like like I said, it's just it's the same kit. That's it. All right, uh, I guess it's on me here. Um, yeah, I went. Three. I okay, and I, I do this every year. I cheat. I'm cheating this year. I'm taking uh, a combo for my number three because I really think they go in conjunction. My original number three was Wrath of the Ever Chosen. I just, I like the story. I like, 
Archeon has become the boogeyman of Age of Sigmar. Like, everyone's terrified of when he shows up. You never know when he's going to show up. He's just there. He's, he's, he's nigh on unstoppable. Like, he's beaten Nagash. He's, he's, he's outsmarted Tech, uh, 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 Sigmar. Like, he, when he shows up, everybody else dies. It's just what happens. And he is scary. And the, the, I like the, the lore and the stuff behind Wrath of the Ever Chosen. Um, I did slightly, and I mean only slightly, change my answer from Wrath of the Ever Chosen to Wrath of the Ever Chosen um, along with um, Slaves to Darkness because they sort of go together. They, 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 they really are two sides of that same coin. And when you combine these, these two books together with the stories and the models and, and everything, it's, it's, it's kind of fantastic. I really like it. I really, really like it. So, um, because it's just, it's, you know, uh, yeah, the Marauder army is the way to go, but I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just looking at those, all those Chaos Knights and all those Chaos Warriors. Like, they're just so hardcore. They're just badass looking. And Rotor, as a, as a guy yeah. I know who, who picks and builds units for his army based on how much he likes the unit, how it looks, and how much he wants to paint it, I know you understand yeah. where I'm coming from with this. Um, oh, I mean, it's like you're previewing my number one. Oh. I mean, <laughs> we're talking the exact same thing. So that's my number but three. But cool. All right. Uh, number two. Alex, you want to take your number two? I took my number two first last time. Somebody else take your number two first. I'll take a number two. Go for it, Rotor. Drop that deuce. I'm going to drop this deuce, baby. I went with Marathi. I love the story moving forward. I recognize that it's sort of um, these broken realms in general are, and maybe I should just say broken realms because really it's going to kind of be the culmination of second edition. Um, I love the story moving forward rather than just standing in stasis and then just getting a, a new edition. We're actually getting like new lore and as a, you know, while I play matched play, I I like narrative. You know, I come up with narrative reasons why we're playing the matched game that we play. You know, typically, uh, I just I'm I'm really excited for more of this uh, sort of narrative basis for army builds and selections and and moving the story forward. And I'm just I'm I like this stuff. I like the new lore. I like, and I'm excited for the next one. So I'm at I'm at Broken Realms Marathi right now. Alex, is that your number two? It is, actually. And it's mine as well. Uh, 100%. It's, it's mine as well. How's that? I put Marathi as number two as well. So, Alex, yeah. go ahead and talk about it. Go ahead. I don't think I really need to. I mean, Rotor pretty much capped everything. But if it's any indication for just the quality and, like, the prospects of to come, like, Facehammer did a fluff book or a fluff episode on Marathi. Hmm. you want to talk about like hardcore tournament guys that are actually like excited about the narrative like that's the quality of that book and where this is going is that it can get the guys that are hardcore into the tournament play 
to actually want to talk about the narrative and where the story's going. Like that's the quality level we're at here. I like it. Yeah. I loved the story. I loved that it updated stuff. I loved everything about that book when I was going through it. Um, mm-hmm. It's 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 just kind of perfect. And I'm, we all picked it for number two. That's awesome. Okay, so um, we're we're down to our number one, our our top picks for number Warhammer twenty twenty in the year of the suck. This is the mm. happiest thing we've got in our hobby right here. So, mm. all right, Alex, it's on you. So, my number one wasn't necessarily like a release or anything like that. It's actually been the Warhammer community response to the pandemic. Okay. With them ramping up their frequency of the shows with them doing the free previews that they would normally have just done at events. Granted, they've not been the same as like what it would be if you had gone to Adepticon because it, there's a lot more uh, technical stuff involved. So it makes them drag out and like they have their own glitches and everything, but just the fact that they've tried to take this whole pandemic as seriously as possible and still try to do things to keep people's heads up and, get excited about something um that's really been my number one so well that's cool and it's just like you follow the warhammer community on twitter or whatever your outlet of choice and you just see the response and the people that are engaging in the community that even though we're all apart we still have something that we can talk about and get together about and listen to stupid podcasts about so, I don't know. I think just like the Warhammer community from the Games Workshop perspective has been amazing. And then just the community in general. Like, I mean, I know there's drama all the time with apps and people, but just the Warhammer community really has made a massive difference this year, at least in my opinion. So, I'll go with that. There you go. I got nothing negative to say about that. No. It's all positive. It's the best. All right, what you got, Rotor? What have I got? Okay, so this is a bit of a cheat, but only in that it's a preview and not a release yet, I think. And that is... I'll allow it. Slanesh, Slanesh Mortals. Guys, I thought that I was done. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Stormcast. This is just my army now. I'm one of those players who picks an army and just will iterate on it and maybe I'll do a warrior thing and, and now I'll, I'll do the the hunter concubine or whatever they're called chamber and now I'll do the thing with the guys with the stuff and the magic and the Jedi dudes I thought that I was just bound to Stormcast and then I start seeing these previews for the Slanesh Mortals and my guys I'm looking at that Slanesh Shard Speaker that real Persian looking dude. I'm looking at these bliss barb archers and seekers and the slick blade sleekers and the slam gores and I'm buying a new army. I'm hype again. And I'm, I'm excited that I'm excited because I've really lost a lot of mojo this year. And, um, this is the thing that I didn't know I wanted. And suddenly I need it more than anything in my life. 
So, Sigvald. Flemish mortals. Sigvald. Thoughts. Hell yes, Sigvald. Um, those horns probably have to come off. You know, Thank I had. You. Yeah, I had. Sig- He's not beautiful enough. That's the thing, right? Like, he should be very pretty. Um, and I thought that his old, uh, was it Chaos 7th edition when he came out? Um, yeah. That model was awesome. And he, like, he floated. And there was just, I love the arrogance of him. I don't think that they quite captured that one. That's my only bummer. And I assume I'm going to use him to lead the army. Um, so I'm going to have to do something there. Um, but yeah, the, whew, and I'm really curious, like, will I be able to use that, that chick who's playing the harp on the dude's back? Like, I love that model. I just, these, the stuff that they've been releasing for Slanesh is, is really got me excited, you know, and, and I don't care if it's good or not. I just, uh, I love it. I love it. I want these models. I want to paint these models. This is what I want. Cool. I'm uh, I'm ex- I'm I'm excited that you are that excited. Yeah. Cuz we do a lot of hobby nights and it's like we're kind of building the same old things and you you you're you I mean you're obviously with with the not painting and not seeing things as well. You just sort of had that that whole feel of a slump. So to hear that something is really tickling your excitement makes uh, I'm happy for you. Well, it's flash. It's probably tickling something, but it's for um, sure. <laughs> like I don't particularly jive on most of the Slanesh models like it's just not my thing but the quality has been kicked up a notch and then Sigvald I'm really wondering if that's a paint job issue with regards to like I'm waiting f- to see that one in person because again I, I am too I need to see more more I, angles I think that thing's gonna be awesome I really do I really think that that is a that's suffering from you know the the you know whatever what are those guys called that they're the writers for the uh, Mornfang yeah they're suffering from Mornfang syndrome you look at that first picture and you're like wow that's not that is not sweet and then you see it in person like actually it's pretty sweet yeah. you know I mean it could we'll it could be suffering from um, a bomb syndrome where you look at that model and you say that doesn't look sweet and then you get the model and you're like I was right but. Mm. But I don't think so. I think I think this is going to be a pretty cool. I'm 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 I've got high hopes for the Sigvald model. I think it's going to be okay. My only concern with like a head swap or whatever is he's big, so I don't know that there's enough opportunities to find something that's a like a one to one flip flop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I don't so think he will. I think it, I think he'll be okay maybe without a, it. A horn clip and a and a little green stuff to fix it. Yeah, it's definitely a horn thing. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I guess that's on me then. Mm-hmm. My number one is the Realm Lords. I don't care that their army's a little bit hardcore and that, that it's hard to beat them when you play them. Um, those models are amazing. The lore is fantastic. The army plays to the lore. The elves are all magical. Like this is this is everything that I always felt elves should be. Um and of course because they gave them everything they should be, they're ridiculously overpowered compared to some other armies. Um and it makes them it it can make it can absolutely and while I admit it can absolutely make them unfun to play, I have not been playing against people who take 
the hardest, filthiest list, so it's not that bad. Um, mm-hmm. And plus, honestly, when it comes down to it, uh, it got Harrison to want to play again. And that means kind of a lot to me. Like, he wants to play. Like, we play. Like, we know over break. He's He's got his last final t- uh, Wednesday. My last big test is Thursday. And uh, we've got a few weeks, and we're going to be playing Warhammer. And it's nice that he's here in the house, but we, we, he and I haven't played Warhammer in years. And we're both excited to play because of this particular army. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like looking at it. I like building it. I, I, want, I want to start painting it. He likes to, he's getting interested in playing like just for me personally. And I realize this is very much of a just a me situation, but like it is a perfect storm. This whole thing is a perfect storm of a, of a book. It's 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 good enough that it's it's good for even so he has a, you know, he can win even though he's still learning how to play the game. Um, the models are great. I'm having fun sort of practicing and honing my skills against it because it's hard to it's hard to play against. So my night haunt and my my legions and my stuff like that it's like i really i really got to play at my best to have a chance um i just like everything about this it's really for me it's super fun um and it really did like i said earlier it it got me back into a hobby that i felt for a couple of months like I can read the books and I'm enjoying that and that's the only part of this hobby I'm enjoying. I didn't want to play the game. I didn't want to build models. I didn't want to paint models. I enjoyed reading the story, but that was all I could bring myself to do. And this army got me out of that. So So that's where I'm at with my number one. Sounds life changing. Makes sense to me. Yep. Um, so before we go to show wrap up, does anyone have any honorable mentions or anything they wanted to mention? And it, this is, this is kind of where I threw some things that weren't necessarily Age of Sigmar. Like, is there anything that, really, mm. that you really like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I figured we might have a few. Rotor, you got something? I, yeah, I got three. I got, uh, I'll just bang them out real quick and feel free to talk about it. Um. Yeah. Number one, two, three, whatever. No particular order. Uh, in the Indominus release for 40K. The the sculpts were fantastic. It makes me want to play Necrons. It makes me want to play Space Marines. I don't even like 40K. And yet I want to buy both armies. I bought that box. Again, I don't play 40K. But those um, the real ornate dudes, those Baroque dudes with the, the uh, those like cross shields, uh, for the Space Marines, just fantastic. The and again, there you go. Yep. And again, like they say, it's not the starter set, but it comes with the core. It's the starter set, and it is so good looking for a start. I mean, not just for a starter set. It's so good looking. Full stop. The fact that it's also a starter set blows my mind. Um, so that was one. Um, the rise of OnlyFans, uh, huge, huge, uh, fantastic. I love it. And then number three. Um, Star Wars Legion. That's I. This is the game that I started messing with over the summer, and uh, I love it. It's a smaller footprint. Uh, the the board is smaller. The armies are smaller. The IP is real strong. Uh, everyone knows what Star Wars is, and it is surprisingly fast paced and fun. And I didn't think a ton of it going into it. I just thought, well. I like Star Wars. We'll just play it and mess around. I really like it, and so uh, yeah, those are my those are my three best of the rests. 
All right, cool. What about you, Alex? Uh, so my, in no particular order, um, has been Warhammer Underworlds. Like I know there's, it's got its own issues with like the cost and everything associated with it. But I've played more games of Underworlds this year than I have of anything else. And they've done a great job supporting the game as it's gone through. All the models that have been coming out with the exception of Miari Lightcaller have been great. Um, so, and just that community in general doesn't get enough of a shout. Because um, at this point, honestly, I listen to more Underworlds podcasts than I do AOS podcasts. So, that's one. Um, the other thing, and these next two are kind of like personal things for me. Um, I got Warhammer Hero. Yay me. I still don't have my medal. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. You so... were supposed to get it at Adepticon. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, I got that. And then, I mean, that's obviously a big honor. Um, but this year just kind of like sucked all the fun out of life. And then the other is I retired from TOing. And it didn't go out the way I wanted to, but... It is what it is. So now I can actually focus on like just being Alex and not the Alex Gonzalez. Because yeah. it like you guys have probably listened to it like as time have gone on, like there was only so much enjoyment that I got out of running events. There's only so much enjoyment I was getting out of this game because so much of it was wrapped up in Adepticon. And having that gone now is it makes a huge difference for me personally that I can actually like start to enjoy it again. So, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it again. I really and, am. And COVID happened. And well, then, yeah. And then we <laughs> all reveal everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 This would be a much, I think this might be a much different show had this not happened. I mean, things would have been very different. So, Exactly. <sighs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go through my honorable mentions really quick. Um, <sighs> the Indominus box set I mentioned because I have just finished selling off almost every last bit of 40K stuff I had, and that stupid box set came out, and I was like, oh, I could start a new Ultramarines army. Like, I, I, I know how to paint them, and I know how to do it, Now I bet you I could do an even better job. Like, And I was like, no, what are you doing? You don't play 40K. Like, I have one friend who does play, and it's Chris Hugh, and it would be great to get to play games with him, but I'm just like, well, what are you doing? Don't, you, just, you just literally sold off, like, almost half of the stuff in your games closet why are you replacing it with the same stuff? What are you, an idiot? Uh, but this, this, oh, it's almost, it almost got me. I literally was looking at going, oh, I'm gonna, I should buy this. So that one was there. Um, War Cry just for me continues to be fantastic. I love to play it. I love, uh, I like the rules. Um, I like playing with those, uh, the those poisonous snake guys. I got to play them when I played with you, Rotor. Um, that game is just fun and quick and easy and we can play regular games of other stuff that's honestly a sit down that, that could totally be one for me that at the end of the night after i've had a few and want to just play something that's not too difficult that's just kind of fun throw some cards out throw some models out play the game it's just easy and quick and uh still a good time um so that put that up there uh, and then my other one, the one that was, I guess, sort of a cheat, which wasn't uh, Warhammer specifically, 
was I, I had something similar to Alex, which was the just to the content creators in general. Like I wasn't even thinking of Warhammer community. I was thinking of all the people out there who are locked in during the pandemic and are putting out more content. Like I'm the exact opposite. Since the, since the pandemic hit, uh, this is the first month I've put a show out on time in like six months. Uh, I've gotten actually horrible with that, um, you know, but so many content creators are putting out so much more stuff, just trying to get out there and reach out to the community and have stuff out there. That's the, the one comment even I, we've gotten a lot. I get a lot in the emails and we get them on the, you know, we're having a bad year, but we're glad you're still putting this stuff out. It, it, it gives us something to look forward to, something to listen to. And I feel the same way. And I don't listen to a ton of Age of Sigmar podcasts. I listen to a few of them. Um, it's just, you know, you don't want to, I mean, how many reviews of the same book am I going to listen to? But, uh, people are out there and they're, they're still putting their hearts and souls into making sure that there's something to entertain the community. And I think that's really cool. So that was my other one. It was just the, to all the content creators who have stepped up their output and stepped up their game to, uh, to, to, to have stuff out there for people who are, you know, either in a complete lockdown or in just, you know, people are in varying degrees of lockdown depending on where you're at, let's be honest. So for the people who really need this, I think it's cool that it's more out there. So that's mine. And I guess that's about it. I was going to say Sisters of Battle because I thought they came out this year, but then it was like, didn't they come out before Christmas? Or was that just the models and then the rule book came out after Christmas? The big box came out back in November of last year and then uh, the rest of it trickled out this year. Yeah, that's oh. correct. They should get a mention then too, because that Sisters of Battle stuff is awesome. And that's I've stuff, bought the big box, and I've never done a thing with it. Never even built it, have you? Nope. Nope. Then you're going to grab yourself an Indominus box, baby. right? Yeah, got to do gotta it. Got to be me. Got to be you. Oh, I will say this: all this cool stuff we've been talking about, and it's like. And like I said, I've been selling off just about everything that I've got. I'm just trying to get rid of it, just clear out stuff, keep it to the, the few things that I know I'm going to play, my Death Armies, Kira's Ogres, Harrison's Elves. And every time we have one of these types of conversations, I want to run out and buy more stuff. What do you want to buy right now? <laughs> right now? Um, okay, and this is going to sound really stupid because it's not necessarily this is after I sold it all, I considered outgoing and um, buying some Star Wars Legion because I keep seeing people posting pictures of the games they're playing. And I really enjoyed that game. I just didn't have anyone to play with. And I still don't have anyone to play with. And I just wanted to buy more models. I've been on such a Star Wars kick lately. I wanted to do that. Um, I have resisted Marvel Crisis Protocol completely, and I'm proud of that. But uh, I don't know. I have I, I have a bunch of old orcs and goblins. Like I have like a ton of night goblins I could sell, and I have some trolls and things like that. And then I've got, but I've got like thirty um, old metal uh, black orcs. And I looked at that. I'm like, that's the that's a nice core set for a for a orc army. And I keep thinking, I got already thirty black orcs. It wouldn't. How bad would it be to buy some? Buy some more, uh, some more orcs, and get an orc army going. That's that's been my biggest temptation lately. Every time I walk into Grognards, I, uh, I, I find myself standing in front of that, uh, in front of those orc models, going, "I just buy some pigs and maybe that big guy on a cabbage." And there you go. 
I think those dudes are dope. I was going to do, remember, I was going to do that army, and then I tried to paint them, and then I couldn't see them. <laughs> then you got mad because oh, you so wanted stupid. to have them in bluish skin with more of a, a white or cream-colored clothes, and then you paint them up, you're like, these guys look like Smurfs. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I, I just couldn't do anything right this year. Tough, tough times, guys. But tough they're times. cool, man. Just I don't even need the riders, just a bunch of they're brutes. Good. Like, oh, that, that would be they're so exciting. much fun. So much fun. What do you want to? Well, you said you want to do. Look, you you were thinking about Slanesh if you were going to build something, right? If you were going to pick another army. What about you, Alex? Uh, I would say probably when. Yeah. <laughs> not, not when. Oh, and not if Alex, if you were going to build another army, a whole other army, something you haven't played before. What, what's what's like if you? Oh man, I'd like to play that. What are you going to build? Probably Sons of Bayonet. Yeah. All right. Look at that. Like that or. Honestly, Beast of Chaos, Rogue Choice. Uh, I've had this weird inkling in my brain to do like a Frost Giant Dragon Ogre list where the top half is like that cold gray and then the bottom half is white. Um, And I've always been afraid of it because white sucks to paint. It doesn't anymore with contrast. So like that has been like tickling in my ear sons of Bahamut, obviously um then what's recently got on to me has been a new deepkin army which really makes me cry so you need them turtles i think i think you I know, know that you need them turtles you don't like to admit on the show because admitting i'm right on the show would like i, I don't know i would do I, you, parts of you would fall off but you need them turtles and you know you want it. That, I'm still waiting for you to walk back all those racist things you said about the elves, but we won't get into that. We know you don't like techless. Bringing that up, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I mean, I've got like a bunch of ideas floating around in my head, but I just haven't had the motivation to pull the trigger on anything. Um, like, I've got some more ghosts to finish up my night haunt and get that to a done level, so. But that's only like 32 models, and then I'm really done with it. I'm curious to see your list from your uh, Night Haunt list, only because I, I just, I'm just i always playing different things. I've never found any one thing to settle on. So I'm curious as to what your list is. You'll have to send me that just so I can see it. Mine is just no units bigger than 10. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm too far into I'm too far into my cups to be able to decipher that into an actual list. So you're still gonna have to send me your list. But uh, yeah, no, I know. Uh, but no, it's it's in process. The last game I played with it, it did not work as well as planned. But essentially, it's like, one never does. No, 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 no. Uh, I just didn't have the models like prior to uh, a couple of weeks ago. I only owned 10 blade guys and 10 grim gas reapers. That oh. was it. And those are like the murder ghosts. Um, I've since rectified that. I got 10 more reapers, 10 more blade guys, and then a unit of dread scythes. So like I have stuff that will actually do the red work in addition to the stuff that gets in the way. So got you. All right. Well, I think, I think we're uh, at the end here. I think that's where we're at. Uh, Rotor, mm-hmm. I want to thank yeah. you for coming on, man. I want to thank you very much. 
My pleasure. See you in a year. Yeah, uh, this is fun. <laughs> it's always fun to sit and talk about stuff. Dude, we, we, we all picked the same number two this year for the top three. We all picked Marathi. Was that because it was the Did you just say that on the air? Now I got to edit more. Oh, I'm sorry, you have to edit something. I hate editing. It's the worst part of this. Alex says... No, <laughs> this is not getting out on time. Yeah, you just delayed that. No, no, no. You just delayed the show release by like a week. Seriously? No. No. It was going to be out on time. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're recording early enough where even I can get it out on time. So Exactly. It'll still be late. Anyway. Wow, shots fired. Okay. So, um, all right. So, uh, before we go, I want to thank our associate producers, uh, Dwight Sims, Christopher Sanders, AJC, Opie, and Big Jake, and our executive producers, Colin Miller and Alex Graham. Thank you and all of our other Patreon patrons for being part of that 1%. Um, and a- after the first 10 minutes of this episode, if you're actually still listening, um, this, hey, this is the kind of thing. This is, this is, this is what you get. I think it's, I think you'll like it. I think it's, uh, I think it's good. And I appreciate you guys thinking it's worth that. It really, I really do. Um, I guess that's about it. Okay. It is, I guess we're done. So we'll be back in the new year with new stuff and more Broken Realms and more book reviews that we're trying to get caught up on before Broken Realms invalidates them all. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, folks, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except in failure. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you've enjoyed the show, maybe consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes or check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash garagehammer. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us via our email address, garagehammer at live.com. You can also find us on Twitter. David is at garagehammer and Alex, that's me, is at somekindageek30. Original music by Claire Seabrook. You can find more of her work at soundcloud.com slash Claire Seabrook Music. Finally, if you want to join the Garage Hammer community, check out the Garage Hammer Facebook page. And as always, thanks for listening. Well, that's our show for tonight. I want to thank all my wonderful guests for dropping by. And I especially want to thank you, Frank. Don't mention it, Marvin. And I also want to thank all you out there for watching. Please remember the moral of tonight's show. Put your troubles away till tomorrow. If you're lucky, someone will break into your house tonight and steal them.